0: of the new, the new apartment, which, uh, did an episode with Roger yesterday and for everybody listening, because I am still in YouTube jail, there'll be no video on YouTube until Sunday, the, uh, 25th. And, um, because I don't have internet set up yet, we're using a, uh, we're using a little, uh, it's called the jetpack. It's like 15 gigs a month. Uh, uh, from Verizon, which is part of my like continuity of government system. You know, I have my NORAD podcasts. I always have a couple full yeah. charged batteries that I can run the laptop off of in case power goes out. And I have the jetpack, and that's my continuity of government in case internet gets shut out. I didn't think about moving into a new apartment. Um, I might have internet today. A guy came by. It was gonna come by. And then said he can't come by. I might have it in ten days. I don't know. We'll figure that out. But for everybody listening, none of that's interesting. Point is, in a new apartment, don't have any of the uh, don't have any of the sound-absorbing shit up. So we're going to just have echoey podcasts for, like, a couple weeks, unfortunately.
1: It's the early days of the new studio, man. I mean, you know, it you're is. getting a sneak peek behind the scenes episode right now. It, it, it is.
0: It is. And I don't want to put up the flag and shit because I'm going to take it down to have to apply all the uh, the acoustic tiles. And uh, normally what I did is I had tripods and I put the, uh, the moving blankets on them. And that's how I made my own little, yeah. like, but there's no overhead light in this room. So I have to use all four tripods for lighting, which is fine. It's a good problem to have. I mean, these are all first world problems. None of them fucking matter. But um, yeah. you know what? I did never use. I bought over Christmas, but it was a lot bigger than I thought it would be. That's what she said. Is this thing. It's by a company called Aston, and it's for, like, studios. And does the audio get better when I talk in here at all? Um
1: Kind of. I would say move it back a little bit farther. See if it. it's like a dish for your for your microphone.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to be for like... Yeah, it's supposed to be for like at-home recording studios. I don't know why. In my mind, I thought it was like this big and you just put it over it.
1: No, this, so, this is for like when you release your, your rap tape.
0: Yeah, so I can't really do podcasts like that. Like, hey, welcome to TPC. <laughs> so instead, I'm just using it as like a... Uh, Instead, it's just a three hundred dollar buffer that uh, I'm putting over here. Um, and uh, but for everybody listening, that's why everything's still kind of janky right now is because we are it's what I said to Roger yesterday. We're at that you know we're at that trope in the movie where everyone thinks the president's dead, and then you know it's like Independence Day and they end up getting like Morse code from Cheyenne Mountain, and they're like, Hold on, yeah, they're still alive. Like the hundred first airborne, like we have backup, and everybody's like, "Yeah, that's where we are right now." It's this is the Morse code coming in. It's like the podcast is still alive. That we're you know we're down we're down and out. We're not at our best, but the podcast is still alive. There's still a shitty podcast coming. Don't you worry. So um, yeah. So and if you can't tell, obviously I'm, I'm speaking a little quieter until I get kind of soundproofing and shit because I don't need to be I don't need to be waking up the people above below and across me because I'm screaming about Chinese Communist Party although maybe right, I, that's a
1: maybe I should that's a great way to introduce yourself to the neighbors
0: maybe I should you know maybe I should physically wake them up and metaphorically wake them up to the threat of the chai Coms. so with that four minute gas intro um mm-hmm. I was listening to my favorite, my angel, Tim Dillon. I was listening to an old episode of him and Ray Kump, and they always bring up two things on their early episodes. Satanic cannibal pedophiles, and we need a war with China. And the thing about Tim Dillon and Ray Kump is they're both just these fat slobs. You know, Tim's gay, and Ray is morbidly obese with a speech impediment but they're both so fucking intelligent. (laughs) So it just makes it that much better that you're listening to these just slobs. Better than the Weinstein bros, I'll tell you that. Dude, I know, right? So, but they always bring up a war with China. And I was listening to it in the shower and immediately I got out and and texted David and I was like, Mm -hmm. we need to do an episode because they always bring up, could a war with China save America? And Ray Kump goes, he's like, we need a war with China. And Tim Dillon's like, does it have to be with China? And Ray's like, it's got to be with China. It's like, it's got to be a big one. And that got me thinking, we need a war with China. And I was, because like this is what normal 30 year old men do on, you know, their free nights, I started thinking about how we need a war with China. And I texted David and I was like, let's do an episode. And David immediately started hitting me up with ideas. And I was like, hold it. I want to save it for the podcast. I want it to be a genuine conversation. It was very difficult for me to do that because I really wanted to talk about it. But David did his best and we both held back. So we've been edging for a couple days, but now we're ready for the gangbang. And this podcast, as always, is going to go in all sorts of directions. We don't know. So just buckle up. But I guess we'll just start off the top of our heads. I think.
1: Yeah, no, you know, oh, one yeah. thing I just want to say real quickly. Sure. Anything that we go into speculation and and talk of is uh, potential shady actions is,
0: is entertainment and this is all
1: hypothetical entertainment hypotheticals inspired solely by maxine waters encouraging us and this is why i'm a democrat now encouraging us to be more confrontational teaching us how to create a non-permissive environment telling us where it's a department store or restaurant get up in their faces and tell them this country isn't big enough for the two of us because 10 years from now it's either going to be us getting put into camps and ventilated or it's going to be them and how do we put uh, camps we need to china Yeah.
0: right yeah and so how
1: do we get there is the question that we're trying to get to
0: and 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 i would like to thank our spiritual leader and our actual military leader maxine waters for giving us the the oomph to feel like we get out there we you know forget the court system, forget the whole, you know, the the, the foundation. Yeah, of, the
1: Supreme Court showed us last year during the election, the court system, that's well, outdated. Not, Don't even, need not, that not even
0: that, it's just what we need to realize is that the western foundation of court is just this legal system, this whole idea of a legal system and a fair trial, it's we need to get rid of that because as Maxine said <laughs> in the streets yesterday while violating her own curfew, was that we want a guilty verdict mm-hmm. on Chauvin. And if we don't get it then we need to make ourselves be heard and we will not leave the streets And you know, that's the energy. I want to bring in here Fuck what the courts say we have a verdict in our mind and we will be physically violent to enact those ends And again for the DOJ and the FBI this is where this is one hypothetical and and uh, entertaining for the next five hours, you know your honor and Second of all, this is all in light of Maxine Waters, so if you want to question us, I would imagine first question her, because we're just taking our orders from her.
1: she's the one telling us that terrorism is what we need to do if we want to get our goals done and she's telling us the truth uh judicial supremacy and and systemic oppression by judicial supremacy is the core threat to our country it is what they are doing to uh essentially to murder us in the streets essentially to gun down people and this is why we need to defund any state actors that provide security for those that are advocating judicial supremacy
0: yes and if if and listen, you know, they they took a, you know, they took an immediate act, and they, for, and for the record, for all you mouth breathing room temperature IQ retards, David and I do not support Maxine Waters. She instigated a shooting at the National Guard last night. If if she's not banned from Big Tech, I don't know what the fuck will happen. But for anybody who can't read between the lines, we're joking. But I was thinking, all right, and I'll just I'll, let me start. Is you know. Right after World War II, America, not only did we kind of bully the rest of the world and artificially suppress markets, but we also had a bunch of guys coming back from Okinawa, Iwo Jima, Guadalcanal, Battle of the Bulge, Normandy, and they came back just, you know, difficult times to create tough men. And they came back and they thrived and they succeeded and they love this country. And right now we are so divorced from any reality that the majority of the world lives in abject poverty if you make over i believe and somebody fact checked me if you make over i think fifteen thousand dollars you are in the one percent of the world's population no one seems to recognize that or appreciate it and we think that china or russia is going to give america what it deserves not knowing that we're all fucked if that happens so what better way to one eradicate uh, an impending and rising enemy, Thucydides trap, but also restore some sort of uh, some sort of respect for the land we live in and a, a gratitude for running water and electricity and emergency services and you know food with regulations and pharmaceuticals, all things that have their own evil aspects, but in the grand scheme of things are incredibly, they're, they're gifts from God. We live in the height of human civilization. All memes aside, we live in the height of human civilization, and so I think that what we need is a war with China, and we need a war with China, and we can't we can't pitter patter around it. It has to start with a false flag. And I've been thinking a lot about this. We got to start with a false flag, and I think the first thing you do is is i think you take out detroit Cause detroit's already a piece of shit and make it
1: like 68 and deploy the 82nd airborne and the-
0: <laughs> no 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 thermonuclear warhead detroit's gonna go away we need to get rid of detroit to us hey we're just cutting dead weight but we can use that as something to rally around right the us you know remember the Maine or gulf of tonkin or the world trade center we're gonna take down detroit okay so but we have to be careful because if we do a false flag with a nuclear weapon, we don't want to accidentally trip off a global thermonuclear holocaust. So we gotta be careful. So what I was thinking is is we take out a couple token places, Detroit. But that might be too obvious because it's such a piece of shit. It might look like, you know, FDR letting the ships get the uh, bombed. So I think we need to take out another city with some value. I was thinking, what if you maybe hit Silicon Valley, but you purposely missed you purposely missed, you know, a pretty wide berth and Maybe not a maybe not in the megaton thermonuclear warheads, but maybe kilotons Maybe if you just miss Silicon Valley by like five miles or something enough that the shockwave Still destroys a lot of shit, but you don't want to completely wipe out Silicon Valley Another thing was I can't decide whether Dave I think it cut out for a second. We got a little bit of wind yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're hey man, and I'm I'm hanging on a thread with with my with my mm-hmm. 5G whatever the fuck we you. So it's just so I say take out Detroit, and I think you miss Silicon Valley by like five miles. And lastly, I think that we need to have a, a Flight 93 type scenario where we take down the we take down the hijacked plane. Right. You hit the World Trade Centers and the Pentagon and then you take down one in Shanksville that was supposed to hit the Capitol or the White House. I think we need to have some uh, we need to have stories with propaganda value. So I was thinking we have a missile shield shoot down some Chinese uh, MERVs above Manhattan, maybe Chicago, uh, the big cities. We have them shot down. We do a big spectacle. Over maybe you do Project Blue Beam. Maybe it's just all like a hologram. Maybe you actually do shoot down some dud warheads. But I was thinking you shoot down some warheads over Chicago, DC, Boston, New York, Atlanta, LA, Miami, Dallas, and Seattle, and San Fran. And I think that, I think that, and maybe and maybe you do a low yield burst over Cheyenne Mountain. You don't you don't hurt Cheyenne Mountain at all. But you enough that it, it seems like this is real. And then before I before I hand it over to you, I think we also need to pull in some other world powers into this fight. We can't make it very obvious. So I think I think Japan needs to get hit. I was thinking maybe Kyoto, because we were supposed to bomb Kyoto instead of Nagasaki, so I don't know, maybe just, you know, tie tie off that loose end. I think you take out Kyoto. I think you hit Hong Kong and Taiwan with some very low yield. Of warheads, again, you don't want to wipe out everyone. you got to have something worth fighting for. I think you hit New Delhi with a 9 megaton warhead. I mean, full-on, just like 100 million dead, because we know they want some space from India. I think you hit Paris. I don't know if you want to take out the Eiffel Tower, but we need to have an iconic thing. Like, the World Trade Center's burning. We need to have an iconic thing. Um, I don't think you hit Pearl Harbor, because you don't want to double dip. You don't want to take you we already we already did that false flag so new delhi new delhi is where the the vast majority of the deaths are going to be and that's also <clears> going to form the indian-american alliance because we need we need that bulwark well that already exists and there are back channels for working with russia anyway so that's well, a, that's a
1: very important
0: last, back channel last thing and then i'll hand it over to you i don't know if you hit russia because russia's not stupid and they yeah, might—they might not like light our, light our false flag. They might. That would
1: be a very bad idea.
0: Maybe, maybe we kind of signal to Putin, "Hey, it's 1945 all over again. How about you help us, and we'll cut up China?" So,
1: and, and this is going to get right back into what I was going to get into anyway. But once again, before—and I love that you just go straight to the top, over-the-top plan for this. Like <laughs> I, I love that. Um, like that's I. A for effort there. I love everything about that. But there's a few things that we got to focus on okay. before we can get to that. Okay. Because one thing that we definitely need if we're going to accomplish any kind of false flag is you need your Mockingbird media in lockstep to back your narrative and to control that narrative. And the biggest problem we have right now is that our media is doing everything they can to run false flags against us on China's behalf. Mm-hmm. So when we talk about, you know, the idea of a false flag, the idea of hitting targets that, you know, nothing of value is really lost, you know, when you hit those targets. So let's say, antifa puts together a 300 blackout beltway sniper rig and they take out bitch mcconnell and his chai com handler wife right nothing of value is really lost there um in the same way if we want to Get the media into control to where we can run a false flag and have them run that narrative. We need to be able to push that narrative the same way the left would. The same way the left would all unify, and they don't care the debate. You know, we'll be over here being like, well, you know, if maybe if you're wearing an N95 mask or whatever, you know, that's actually effective. But right now, you're just wearing a a diaper on your face. We, you know, we need to stop being that kind of. Yes, let's have the real argument, and we just need to push the narrative, knowing we're just pushing that long enough to kill the targets that we need to kill, and so we need to capture the media first. And so that involves essentially running smaller scale false flags to turn the population against the media and to make the media afraid of being against us. We want them more afraid of us than they are of China. And so the idea there is we have to take the false flags that were, you know, and the opportunities were already given by China. The issue with dropping nukes or anything like that is that goes completely outside the modus operandi of unrestricted warfare and what, what it is they're trying to do. It's incredibly obvious. But if we look at what they can give us for COVID, we use their own strides against them to create a horrific atmosphere where they are bad turn to turn against China. So, for example, um, we, we run, say, the, the theory that the the Bioweapon, okay, the COVID, CCP virus, it came out of Fort Detrick, some corrupt professors in Harvard moved it over to Wuhan, and then it leaks out or whatever. And now we have all these, you know, lockdowns and things that we can use. Well, what if we use those, poli- uh, those policies and weaponize those against the enemy. So for example, now we have this Johnson and Johnson vaccine that causes blood clots and also causes complications with medicines that are supposed to fix. Blood. What do we do? Well, let's double down. Let's use that and integrate it. Let's solve the homeless crisis, right? Let's use those weapons silent weapons for quiet wars right to essentially let's goad on let's make sure that all these the the cuomos of the world are making sure you're getting these vaccines you're pushing these and so that we can acquire so much blackmail on them we can get them you know caught with so many murders putting so many people on the ventilator that we can say you can either hang as a war criminal or you can push our narrative when we launch this false flag. And that's the ultimate kind of goal that we have to do is we have to take their own murderous policies and, and the soft power policies that they've used against us, and we have to crank that to 11 until they're more afraid of us than they are of the Chinese. And then once we control the, the media, again, we really get into, you know what? pull off this false flag and and, and give us the, the casus belli the justification for war needed to round up all the traitors at home that don't go along with the program and then go kick ass abroad and that's that's the kind of that's the gap that we got burst before we can get carrying out the large-scale false flag
0: i think i think we need to we need to think of maybe Occam's razor we need um we need a, a simpler approach to <clears throat> because the US military in the US and this is a and this is a this is a pro-american empire false flag so we i think that we don't need to play ball with the media I, I think that's they're in the ChICOM's pockets but it's also i think the very idea that we need to get them on our side i think could be a sign of weakness i think what we need to do it, it, it.
1: I don't want that to be interpreted as I'm saying we should win their hearts and minds. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that what we're going is- to make sure that they understand they either go along or they die. Yeah, it's an ultimatum. It's yeah. not a, It's not a winning hearts and minds question. It's we already found you guilty of working with the enemy yeah. and we're deciding whether or not you're going to get a chance to make yourself an asset. Or you can make yourself a pair of shoes or a lampshade.
0: Yeah, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm moving some lights around. So, what, mm-hmm. I was, what I was saying is, I think that there's an easier tactical way to go about this. I think what you do, I think what you do is, you're right, because nuclear weapons, that doesn't fall in line with Chinese doctrine. So,. How about this? We put we put an American force around uh, Taiwan. And we have them, we have the Chinese maybe do some artillery strikes on our position. Very small scale. No now nuclear, that's getting a lot more into the realm possibility. But people hear me out, right? President comes on, Biden comes on, you know, we interrupt, you know, breaking news. And these aren't special forces. This isn't Delta. This is American flags, insignia. They know we're there. There's no, we got caught in the crossfire. Oh, he was a CIA SAD guy. No, 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 no. This is your rank and file. This is your enlisted guys. Massive artillery barrage, right? Or maybe a North Korea barrage on Seoul. And you take out, like, I don't know. I think you got to get. Over, I think you have to have over a thousand U.S. servicemen deaths. What you then do? America goes on lockdown, right? We start having president gets an Air Force One. We do the whole nine eleven thing. Biden gets an Air Force One. Kamala is in is mm-hmm. in Cheyenne Mountain. We seize the airwaves, and Biden comes out after six or seven hours and says that this was, the Chinese knew about this, we intercepted their messages saying that they were going to, um, you know, we could do a whole bunch of NSA shit where we, where we hack our own stuff and then leave a Chinese fingerprint, kind of. And we say this was, they knew exactly what they were doing. And using the whatever, you know, national security executive X, Y, and Z, we have been monitoring for years uh, Chinese infiltration into our media, but now it's, it's come to a head. As of this moment, we are seizing, we are seizing the media. There's, war, there's a wartime censorship. So very quickly, instead of trying to route out the, the media, instead of going to them and saying, do you want to be an asset or do you want to be a lampshade? We very quickly just go in and just, I mean, you know. You, yeah, we're talking the same
1: thing at this point. Yeah,
0: but I mean, I think with this, you could do it in a day. You can just knock it out. Well, PA. yes. U.S. You, you got FBI. You got the HRT going into the heads of CNN, MSNBC. You just go in there and you just seize it all under the Patriot Act, where it sees. It. So just like that, you control it, and you don't need to worry about the Mockingbird media being on the Chinese side. You take it over, and maybe and maybe you do it covertly. Maybe you go in and you take it all, so that the uh, that the people still think it's a free media, and the free media comes up, the free media run by Uncle Sam, comes in, and we stop all the pro-China stories, we stop all the anti-U.S. stories, and we just start pumping out pro-America propaganda 24-7. And once we do that, I think we can do anything, because if we can rile up these morons to shoot at the National Guard, I think we can rile them up to avenge the deaths sure. of a thousand Marines.
1: So, so once again, the, the reason I want to, to go after the media is not necessarily because you know they're the biggest threat or anything, but it's more or less we need to divide and conquer and isolate our enemies within the United States intelligence community that are traders are in bed with China and are pushing around the clock non-stop for us to go to war against Russia rather than China. And the biggest way that we can hurt them right now, is we need to take the media from their control. And so that's the first thing that we have to do. And we also have to remember going back to Mockingbird that when we're talking about the media, we're all, this has already happened. Uh, Sarah Isger, uh, for example, formerly Sarah Isger Flores uh, was a senior executive service individual, a former DOJ individual, and she was like the token Republican that they brought in the CNN to essentially be like the back channel mm-hmm. um, for CNN essentially trying to torpedo uh, Trump and whatnot and everything else with every other hoax under the sun uh, through uh, leaks from the intelligence community about, you know, bounties, you putting bounties on this, that there, and all that hogwash shit that, you know, it was, it's all coming out now that it was bullshit. But, they were pushing it as if it was a real deal, trying to get us into a war with Russia, because they're thinking the same thing right now. They desperately need a false flag and a war with Russia to cover up their crimes. And so our goal is to essentially isolate those communities. Um, you know, and, and it's already kind of happening, but if we can isolate those communities, if we can separate the handlers um, from talking, knocking- we don't the talking heads in the media. We want the handlers that are out there coordinating uh, what the narrative is gonna be behind the scenes, because these are the kind of people that if we go to war with China, they're going to be acting against us. They're going to be selling our people out, because once again, if we go to war with China rather than Russia, they hang for treason, okay? If we go to war with Russia, instead of China, we hang for trees. It's a zero sum game. 10 years from now, one side is gonna be in the camps getting put down okay. and it's not gonna be us okay. if, if we have anything to say about it. So that's why we have to be focusing on that first because once again, if we can't, if we don't have control of that intelligence community, if we don't have the ability to, to route out the, the Chinese compromised traders, well, as soon as we try to pull anything, they're gonna be the first ones ratting us out and uh, letting the Chinese know what's up and then that's just gonna be failure from the get go. So from the ground, Round up. we have to be designing essentially by you know, essentially listening to our premier Maxine Waters describe how to create a non-permissive environment, a circular firing squad. Our goal, the same way that like the DEA is going to go and try to take down a drug organization, you don't just go for the guy at the top. This guy at the top is going to sell out the guys below him and then you don't get the guy at the top. You start at the bottom and you flip everyone up until you get to, to the top, right? So the idea is you're creating a circular firing squad that is having to point their guns inwards and upwards because it would be easier for them to deliver you the head of your selected target on a silver platter than for them to every security officer to hire an additional security officer for their family while they're working to protect the target, right? Mm -hmm. That's war of attrition. That's grinding down their economy. That's taking the enemies and their entire family out of one tax bracket into another and punishing them because, you know, they had to be the motherfuckers that sold us out. And once we can essentially create that non-permissive environment, create that atmosphere of fear for them rather than us, making them the ones that are reactive rather than us, right then we will have the control of the narrative to do what we want to do, whether it's like a full scale drop in nukes on stuff, or I would advocate you need a lot less. For example, you know, if we, we watch what happened when a uh, essentially a tanker uh, or a cargo ship essentially stopped in the Suez, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what if we essentially just simply had some combat divers attach, you know, some explosives to the bottom of, you know, some shape charges to one of those tankers and we pinned it on China. And like, guess what? The entire world economy just crashed because of China. You know, that that, that right there is a way to drag more people uh, on the international side into the cause. Now I do agree with you. We need something iconic. You need you need the big death numbers. I mean, we have CNN on record saying what sells, what keeps people interested. You need the numbers, put the numbers on screen. Those rookie numbers, you gotta get those numbers up. So that I do agree. Agree with, and uh, if it involves striking France and removing, you know, the uh, the Eiffel Tower, I'm not opposed. Fuck the frogs, right? But
0: city of yeah.
1: That being said, we we have to control everything else first. And then we need to use low intensity stuff. The same way we just saw, you know, like strikes on shipping and stuff like that. that, that that's the kind of low profile, um, high return shit. You know, you put a, a couple shape charges on the bottom of a ship with some, you know, some Filipino combat swimmers that you were bribing or what the hell ever. And next thing you know, that's news that's big news and you're essentially you're forcing the business owners of the world you're for you're forcing the stakeholder capitalists of the world to consider their investments and consider what side of that they want to be on
0: What well, we and that allows we,
1: us to create the environment where we could do something wider
0: scale to kick off the fold. Well, that's, that's a i think we could start very small actually i think we could come out with with irrefutable evidence that covid was uh was a chinese bioweapon and not only that because there's two sides Mm -hmm. to it was it a bioweapon and if it was was it released intentionally because um all sarcasm aside i mean we're always researching bioweapons if it was an accident then you know Mm -hmm. we can't what we need is we need intentional we need intentional evidence that um we could i think we could do we could say covid we could say it it was an intentional bioweapon to halt the united states economy um, what we'd have to do is everyone on the right already views it as a, that was a shot against Trump. Um, what we'd have to do is we'd also have to frame COVID as a shot against Biden and Kamala so we can get the left on the side. We would have to follow up with irrefutable evidence. Maybe we could have one big drop about fentanyl, that being a new form of warfare. Um, so now everyone that maybe is apathetic to politics, maybe you're in a small town. But you, you know, if you're in a small town with one of those, just kind of, you know, the town's being exactly. gutted. You, you, you know, everyone now knows a fent mill fatality. You pull that in. We need to get everyone feeling China. Let's make that a war casualty. Yeah, yeah, you make it a war casualty. So I think we can do this without necessarily going with the big megaton warheads. I think a third thing would be. This is what I think. I think we have to hit. I think we have to hit maybe like the international space station. That's what I think. Hear me out. The imagery of it? I'm not post. Yeah, 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 think about it. I've been thinking about this a lot actually. Think about the imagery. It kind of be like uh, it would kind of be like a uh, Columbia, right? Streaking. We could have it maybe do like Five, you know, five orbits around the world, so everyone sees it. You have, you'd have, think, you'd have, you know, you'd have just like nine eleven. You should have, you'd have these camera shots that would be burned into the minds of everyone for decades. You'd have it during the daytime and the nighttime, both sides of the world. Just this bright streaking thing. Maybe you could even make some fake audio files, um, and you could have like the astronauts calling home to their loved ones or something. Right, they'd already be dead, but you would just have these fake things, right? these pre-recorded messages calling home for their loved ones, and it's an attack on everyone. right? You would have to plan it so that, I think maybe what we do is, maybe we we, we start with a huge initiative to really bring up everyone onto the space station, because China and America were already up there, or not China, you, the United States and, uh, and the Russia were already up there. You really try to get a big coalition. right? And you get, even if it's 10 astronauts, maybe we send up a new SpaceX like Dragon capsule or something. Maybe you have a Dragon capsule and a Soyuz. I mean, really, you want this thing to be a UN in orbit. And we leave China yeah, out. The, we we leave, want this to be an attack on the rules based international order. And we leave China out in the wake of the news that COVID and fentanyl were intentional uh, uh, acts of war china then because we remember when china did that in 2008 remember when they shot that anti-satellite missile or 2007 mm-hmm. and then america shot down one of our satellites completely coincidentally just to kind of flex nuts on them what they do is they hit the space station and um it, i don't think it can be an outright missile because that's that's too obvious we would have to be that maybe they're trying to put in they're trying to put to orbit something of their own and it goes off track and it hits the space station and whereas they would say it was an accident we point out like you know if this was on a highway sure that would be an accident but you know there are rules about orbit lanes like you can't be within ten thousand miles like this was an act of war and we say it was a defunct it was a defunct satellite we say this was an act of war or maybe i don't know do you go all out missile do you think you go all out Um, missile
1: it, it depends on what you want to do because I, I, if you're trying to think about the imagery and you just completely obliterate the station, if you could knock the station out of orbit and essentially get that, and yes, and have that beautiful shot of, of, mm-hmm. of the rules based international order just being burnt to shreds and say China did
0: it. Sure. Yeah, that, I think that's a good point because I think that's a good point because, right, Russia shot down that airliner, MH, whatever, and nothing happened from that. And that was like 400 dead. So I don't think... Because this entire thing is... It's all about, like, we're edging. We're bringing the world to the brink of World War III before we actually have it, but we're not going thermonuclear. We can't accidentally blow our load. If we go too far, we can't have thermonuclear war because then no one wins. So I think I think an anti-satellite missile, maybe like a tungsten-based kinetic warhead hitting, hitting the International Space Station, right? Really have it deorbiting for, like i don't know what run one revolution has 90 minutes so i don't know maybe give it four revolutions enough time that it breaks news people wake up you know um you want it during the daytime with america because we're all a bunch of fat sobs no one's Mm going to wake up unless it's in the middle of the day so you want it at lunchtime in america um four orbits so 90 what an hour and a half three hours so six hours of, of footage um, the rest of the world we can have them waking up to it in the middle of the night, you know that that imagery of it happening You could have imagery and you do the propaganda value is when actually I think we can do a lot with just this we disclose fentanyl we disclose COVID and then we hit the International Space Station the imagery of 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 that thing deorbiting and burning up you could take shots from all over the world I mean you can just imagine the propaganda now right you could have a shot from France with the Eiffel Mm. Tower and you see it burning maybe another one from the Kremlin right maybe Mexico City Um, you could even have right you could have the scientists at the um, you could have the the scientists at the uh, at Vostok station in Antarctica right maybe have some like Eskimos Right? With mm-hmm. like igloos, right? Like uh, French Polynesia, right? You know, where Dale lives, the Philippines. You really get all, because it's like what they do in the Independence Day movie, right? Yeah, all areas mm-hmm. of life. You do shots from the National Monument. You do shots from Venice Beach, like the skateboarders. You do shots from all over the place, man. I think that's what you do and and that's how you create an event that everyone remembers where they were that day no you do you know when you do it you do it during the opening ceremony of the olympics so everyone is well, it, once again that's
1: it going back to the covid conspiracy i always love to bring up the fact that you know it's just a coincidence that the, the 2019 games. military games you know just you know just Military athletes from all around the world just happened to be there when the outbreak happened. You know, but that wasn't a starry attack at all.
0: That, That's too esoteric. This has to be digestible to the masses. Mm-hmm. So I think you go Olympic but this
1: But we're, we're already building that case. Th- you're, you're building the triple right now. Yeah. We, we bring in the, the, the fentanyl. fentanyl we disclose something like that.
0: International Space Station over the Olympics.
1: And then we essentially, once we have all that, we can hang over like the Cuomo's heads and all the other useful idiots' heads, and just be like, "You see how this is, and you see how you followed this letter to a T, killing grandma with it." And, and then once we have that over their head, okay, we can force them to either push our narrative, or you know, we just turn them into shoes.
0: <laughs> we go into we go into the heads of every news news corporation. And because it's obviously false, but we say COVID was a bioweapon and because you promoted false uh false numbers for it, you are now an enemy combatant. And even though to them they were just they're doing the whole they're mm-hmm. they're just whores. Exactly. They're just doing it. if it bleeds it leads. We go in there with national security orders saying that we have reason to believe Mm -hmm. we've been tapping all your phones we have reason to believe that you're in bed with the chinese communist party and to all of them they're just like we were just pushing news stories but we come in there and we go uh "Uh-uh, you are part and parcel to a bio warfare campaign and you are facing death or life in guantanamo bay they they all turn like that media is on our side a clean sweep of the media exactly um Mm -hmm. Now we also we can't just shoot down a space station because that's like what ten deaths maybe with a Soyuz and a and a and a shuttle maybe, you know that's it's it's not a whole lot that's enough to get people outraged and it's enough the propaganda value is limitless it goes forever it's beautiful but then we also have to have some hard numbers on the ground and I think that's where you I think that's where you hit I think maybe. You might, just, Taiwan. you might just have to I think full invasion of Taiwan we don't want to destroy it because that's not what China would do
1: no but that is going to be the piece that you know at the end of the day everyone kind of is at the same point right now where if Taiwan is lost then you know the American empire is a joke okay everything that we've been pushing and everything that we've been trying to defend as a, our rules based international order, order is a complete joke mm-hmm. and so that's why Taiwan has to be that middle ground piece there. Now, there, there's a lot of ways we could do it. Ideally, we wouldn't want to hit Taiwan directly. Ideally, we would want it to be anti-ship missiles popping off here and there, uh, you know, sinking some boats and stuff like that. It provokes the invasion of Taiwan because at the end of the day, the best false flag that you can accomplish is agitating your enemy to do it for you. To doing, okay? a, because to doing a genuine attack. Exactly. That's the best. Second only, uh, second fiddle would, would just be the you know you get a, pro- a proxy patsy that you can do. You know your Lee Harvey Oswald type, uh, anything like that. But those are the two best ones you can do. Now, if you can't get that, then sure, you know just put on the Antifa outfit and go whack a guy and you know you know oh I was a communist all along. But you know ideally you want to get you want to agitate the enemy into doing that attack for you.
0: Now, I was thinking there's a lot of there's a lot of things that we wouldn't even need to fabricate you know before we go and mm-hmm. it's like in here i don't know if, uh, so i'm it should be in the mail today but i got an, an hvac tubing those like aluminum tubing and i'm going to string it from the air vent on the ceiling mm-hmm. right down to my computer <laughs> so i have an have an hvac cooled uh, hvac cooled laptop <laughs> so Instead of- you
1: know, I'm wondering when one day you're just going to get like a liquid cooled like uh, PC
0: hey, uh, hey, rig hey. or
1: something like that. But so far, you are building the most over hey. over cooled laptop
0: in freaking history. Hey, make no mistake. One day, that's the next step. When I buy my own house in New Hampshire, hopefully, sometime next year, make no mistake. I'm, there's going to be a hole. There's going to be. A, but right now, but it's a it's a perfect analogy because right now, what am I doing? I'm working with what I have, right? So it's like the first Iron Iron Man suit when he's in the cave, right? It's just – it's all – it's welded metal. So what we do is let's work with what we have before we start using the deep fakes Mm -hmm. and the projected holograms and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, what's the best conspiracy theory? 98% of truth and then you put in that 2% that you need,
0: right? So let's use what we have, 2 million Uyghurs. Muslim concentration camp. Exactly. You know that we can look at their pores with our satellites. So we go in there. Maybe we drop some, you know, some mini drones the size of bees or something. Because you don't just want satellite pics. Satellites. That's too. That's too enemy of the state. We want that horizontal eye line shot. So we get in. We get. You know what you do? Maybe we we foment some. Maybe we have Dale go in there or something we have we say a brave american went in there to expose the truth then that's too now we're getting too sticky we just we just hack some cameras because we know they have cctv and the ccp right so we just go in there and we get a whole bunch of hd video of the uyghur concentration camps right and what we do Mm -hmm. what we do is we pull a trump we say they have three million uyghurs knowing that they only have two million hoping that China tries to defend their position and say we only have two million, not three million, but not denying the existence of the concentration camps. So we hit them with the fentanyl, the COVID. We knock out the International Space Station. And while we're doing that, maybe like a week later, we drop all the news about the Uyghur con- the Uyghurs in the concentration camps. But we have to have a justification for releasing that video, because the question will arise, why didn't we release the video earlier? So how do we do that? You
1: know, that's a really good question, and really one of the people that you're going to have to bring on board there that would be really helpful Um, Going back to Eric Prince and the fact he was running Frontier Services, Uh which was essentially our military industrial complex and our private defense contractors forming a joint venture with China. And to an extent, he's been one of the lead elements that was providing security in Xinjiang, training security forces in Xinjiang. And a lot of what we know about uh, activities and black sites and stuff in the region comes from... Uh, Eric Prince's intel uh, going back into our mainstream uh, intelligence community. And one of the other things that we have to keep in mind is I know a lot of us like to, to think about Taiwan, but we also shouldn't forget about Mongolia. Mongolia and the Mongolians have been oppressed for a very long time too. Uh, you know, we, we can go back to 2012 and look at their elections. We can see a lot of similar fortifications starting to happen uh, as far back as 2012 there. So there are a lot of Mongolian groups that we could also use as proxy patsies and whatnot okay. to essentially provoke the Chinese from within. Okay, And that would be, that is another way that we could go about maybe not just having good footage of that, but hey, this is, we, you know, uh, going back to Star Wars, you know, many Bothan spies died to bring us this information. Well, you know, maybe we don't want, maybe Eric Prince doesn't want to go out and testify, you know, to how he got all the footage of black sites and whatnot in China. Maybe we have some incredibly brave young Mongolian uh, wannabe insurgent that wants to liberate his country, and he's the guy that, you know, that got it all. And we promote him as our our, our savior and our, our lovely partner from the Mongolian area
0: okay. that wants to free his people. That's okay. another way we could go okay. about doing that. That's beautiful imagery because right that, conj- now, that conjures up running from East Berlin to West Berlin. Exactly. So
1: let's let's hit it on another angle too because okay. there's also uh, the region of Balochistan in Pakistan. Um, so one of the things that's happening there, they're right on the on the border with Xinjiang Province. So they're watching their cousins right across the border, essentially get genocided and we want to punish Pakistan anyway if we if we look into what the Democrats were doing if we look into the shady intel with Imran A1 and the car dealerships and all that PAC ISI has always been MI6's kind of watchdog in the area and as a result they've also been really good at infiltrating our political leadership and running that against us so how do we hit them best well Balochistan and the the people of Balochistan have a lot more in common with India and um Xinjiang and the Turks there, then they really do with pakistan and so that's one other angle that we can hit is we could also say hey there's a i believe they're called like the the luris if i remember i'd have to go back and read the paper but essentially there are a class of gypsies that exist in balochistan they're usually um essentially their patron is either a blacksmith or a goldsmith but they're bards and they're gypsies and they're supposed to be taken care of by their patron they play the drums and whatnot but what's really important is their patronage and who they're supposed to you know their liege would be is often across borders. It could be in Xinjiang. It could be in Iran. It could be over here. And they're actually allowed to go across borders very easily. They're also the kind of people that are viewed as the neutral party. So when tribal conflict breaks out, they're the ones that are going in and pulling the wounded and the dead off the battlefield and stuff like that. So these are really good back channels that we could also be using to, say, promote heroes um they have seen what is happening to their cousins in uh freedom fighters Turkmenistan, aka yes these are our freedom fighters and these are the people that could be coming out and saying hey i got the evidence hey it doesn't matter that we dropped all the evidence in their lap these could be they're just coming out and saying look this is what's happening to my people right that's what's going on so those are three different angles there's the north we have over on the west and then we have taiwan over here so we have a bunch of different angles that we can play there to kind of get that outcome and that's the way we want to kind of hit them
0: okay and i think it's important that everything we use is is new what we don't want to do mm-hmm. is we don't want to try to pin 9-11 on them we don't want to try to pin the manually yes. base shooting we don't want to try to pin We don't want to bring up Trump. Leave Orange Man out. We've done. We've we've exhausted that resource. We don't want to Mm -hmm. do any of that because that's all. You know, we don't want to pin Epstein on China because it's because regardless of who it's pinned on, the reality is is all those things have their shock and awe value is gone. They have now been digested and memory hold. Right. So those are all Mm done. We need new fentanyl, COVID. Those are. I'm directly contradicting myself. We are resurrecting the old, but within the same week of doing that, we're going to take out. We're going to take out uh, the ISS. And I think that will be a Chinese response to us uh, shedding light on COVID and fentanyl, which honestly probably mm. are China. There's probably not a whole lot of fictitiousness there. <laughs> it's
1: Well, no, it's not. If we, if we studied the history of what they call the century of national humiliation, which yeah. is the cornerstone of Chinese nationalism, going basically from the period of 1850 to 1950 and talking about the opium wars, which this is exactly what they're doing to us because we used to do it to them, the Boxer Rebellion, which if you look at the eight nation alliance that went in there, it is all of the actors of World War One and World War Two that were fighting each other were all on the same side to go in and make sure that the Chinese were taking their opium. So we have, all the proof in the world to say hey these guys not only are this is a doctrine but you know we were the ones that gave them the doctrine so we should know better ourselves um, you know so there's you don't need to fabricate that that's the best weapon we have is that's already the truth
0: now I don't I think we have to keep turning the dial up slowly I don't think this is a 911 that happens mm-hmm. maybe you cap it off with a 911, but I think there's a lot of foreplay leading up to it The Fentanyl, the COVID, the ISS. In response to ISS, we have some brave Mongolian freedom fighters, right? And we could even Mm -hmm. have them, you know, we could have these guys from the mountains that don't even know T V. We could foment all these bullshit stories. But I knew something was wrong Mm -hmm. when I looked up and I saw like the ISS burning, right? That's when, you know, where were you when you saw the International Space Station burning? What we need to do. Is we need something that because that again that 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 wrenches your heart, but it's it's you can go back to work uh, ultimately. It yeah, it's not it. the punch. It's not yeah. that punch to the face. We need it's, something. Fentanyl and COVID. Those everyone now knows a fatality, but again, those are still in the rearview mirror. We need to have something that affects you at home. Nine Eleven didn't. I was eleven years old. I met some. I, I became friends with some guys in my like twenties that served in iraq while i was in college but even then it was still in the rearview mirror covid came to like my doorstep right we need something that comes to our doorsteps but we also don't want it to so be how do so, we
1: make people feel like that you usually hit them in the wallet
0: well no what i was going to say is we do something like the suez canal can mm-hmm. we can we artificially bump up the prices of even something like oil that's still abstract and you know, gas prices. It's go- abstract, but it hits you at home.
1: When the gas prices go up, you got to
0: feel it. But, but it's, still, it's still not enough, right? Because I remember it was 2009, and me and my friend Matt, we were laughing that I think gas was not, or $5 a gallon in Duluth, Georgia. And we were laughing because we'd have to ship, because we used to pay for gas with like our extra change. So we, we had to empty out our whole. Ch- it was kind of a meme. It was something that everyone bitches about together. Oh, I can't believe gas is so much, but it's 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 it does, but it doesn't. We need something like COVID that drastically affects your everyday life, and I think, I think we'd maybe need to recreate something like the Ever Given or the Evergreen and the Suez Canal. We need something that causes Amazon prices to go up. We need something that causes all of your goods to go up. Your your toilet paper. Your 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 HVAC duct systems, your laptop fan, your sure microphone. Oh. We need the whole supply chain. Artificially, we can bring it back down, but we need it to go up for like, like three months, like ninety days of like oh. everything on Amazon triples in price. Well, fortunately, the Panama Canal is a lot
1: closer to home, okay. and if you look at who's been running the Panama Canal and who's been buying out everything around it uh, lately. It's uh, just coincidentally happens to be China that's trying to run that a lot more than we should be. Um, so that is one way you could do it. And as you were saying, uh, you know, you know, the average 20-year-old might not be thinking so much about $5 gallon gas, but I guarantee you the average 35 35- to 50-year-old individual is really going to be asking questions where that, where that is coming from. And then the question is going to be, well, how do we fix that? And if we can make that look as if the Chinese are directly retaliating
0: okay.
1: um, for the fact that we're blowing the lid on some of the stuff that, we're, that they're doing over there. Um, and that we're supporting, you know, Mongolian freedom fighters and Blochistani freedom fighters. And uh, if you remember for, uh, a while back, um, this really crack guy what was it, a Tibetan Uh, military group that has been training. I think it was Tibet. It was training in India and whatnot, and them and the Indians were working together, and they, you know, I want to say it was Tibet. But they have some, you know, some really good exiled forces that have been getting trained in India too, to have been doing uh, cross border operations. So there's a lot of ways that we have our, our freedom fighters to go in there and at the very least, if, if not to get us the intel to be the front piece for the intel that we do want to drop on. And once we are pushing that narrative and we're making Chinese feel on the offensive, then it's a question of uh, what are they gonna do versus what can we make it look like they do? So if we did something like that in the the uh, Panama Canal, and essentially you, you made it, uh, say made it so the the reservoir that they used to fill um, the Panama Canal, well, if we could put that out of function for you know six months, you know, yes. okay. people are going to feel that. People oh. are going to feel that real quick.
0: I like where your head's at. So. <clears throat> we need to and if you, when I when I start repeating things it's because that's how I learned it's how I got into med school is I, I say things out loud so we go fentanyl COVID we do the ISS over the Olympics what are the next Olympics 2022 or is it this summer 2021 uh, I think I, it got I pushed, like you I, think it got pushed I think it got pushed back a year because of of last summer whatever Fentanyl, COVID, take down the ISS over the Olympics. We have some Mongolian freedom fighters who probably like the Taliban will will be fighting in twenty years, right, after we arm them. Okay. We hit the Suez Canal or the Panama Canal, just make prices go up. Again, this is all very slow. What we want is we want a COVID part two. We want a very slow boil, like to where it kind of starts with memes, you know, like, oh, I guess we're all at home, right? So
1: think about how sensitive our
0: enemies are to the threat of a virus, and then think about how
1: easy it is to adjust PCR tests to to test hot for what we're talking about, and then combine that with an Olympic-like scenario. So if we can control the testing of that and we can create that atmosphere of panic, uh, at like an Olympic style event where like you know anyone their grandmother is going to test hot for fucking COVID because you know it's the fucking common cold essentially close enough and if you dial that PCR test just right just about anyone's going to test hot for it so we use that to create um, you know here comes another wave this that and the other thing so that all your, your non-critical thinkers are putting their diaper back on and whatnot well then all of a sudden they're going to be hungry for whatever you are putting out so if that's the moment that you want to put out the yes this is a bioweapon this is the the leaks that we've been getting now yeah. uh, of how they've been using it against us. That would be the optimum time
0: to pick that momentum back up and run that football. Yeah. Sorry, I turned off those other two lights. They were. I realized that until I have the black background here, the reflection off that white is like it's right. piercing my eyes from the side. Um. Yeah. So I think another uh, approach we could do is um. Is after we reveal all the documents about, so we have China attacks the ISS in retaliation for the fentanyl COVID drops, right? China doesn't like for light to be shed on their evil doing. So what do we do? We shed light on the Uyghurs. In a retaliation to the Uyghurs, they then go to cover up their other bad things. And what's kind of a what's kind mm-hmm. of the open secret? Foxconn. They kick us out of Foxconn iPhone prices triple. We keep it. We we don't destroy the actual uh, supply line, but again, that's something that every schmuck, every apathetic. I don't pay attention to politics. I just like to look at memes and you know laugh. We now drive the price of the iPhone up, and not only that, and mind you, there's there's actually a, a, a there's two. We're getting a double edge with all of this, which I'll explain in a minute. We're also going to be bringing iPhone manufacturing home and bringing jobs home, but we'll get to that. That's part two. We drive up the manufacturing price of iPhones. Not only that, we halt. There's a temporary halting of iPhones. There's not a new iPhone next summer. There's not a new MacBook we take away these kind of dopamine drips that we've all been stuck on for 20 years. Are you going to get the new phone? Are you going to get the new TV, the OLED, the QLED, the, the 5G, the 6G? We cut that off. So it's, we kind of have this, it's just what you want is that COVID it's not the nine 11 gun gut punch. It's the rising f- just frequency in the room. You know, it's the pandemic two mm-hmm. weeks, four weeks, 12 weeks, six months. Okay, I haven't gone to the bar. I haven't gotten laid in six months. When's the next time I can go to a football game? You you start affecting the people that normally don't give a shit. You know the bros that never once pay attention mm-hmm. to politics. Now they're going. What the fuck? There's no March Madness. What the fuck? I can't go watch opening day. I can't go watch the Super Bowl. You start mm-hmm. bringing everybody into it. You drive up prices with the iPhone, with all with all electronics. You yeah take out the Panama and or the Suez Canal. Really jack shit up with with Amazon and you get it to where so now people are kind of aware of how shitty their lives are when you don't have all this stuff being given to you and they start to realize the loss of jobs overseas mm-hmm. so what we do is we then bring manufacturing back to the united states we start giving people jobs and we paint it as this giant uncle sam thing so now again you're getting people in love with the government again because it's not enough that we paint china as evil we need to get people to come back into the bosom of Uncle Sam. So we start providing these jobs, right? We, we even get the big guys. You know, Bezos, you know, he's not a stupid guy. Tim Cook, these guys aren't stupid. They're probably looking at all this and like, this is a fucking false flag. But what we do with them, we buy them on too. Exactly. One time repatriation, 0% interest, 0% tax. One time, You have you have until the end of 2021. It's called, we can call it the fucking whatever, the Biden bonus. Give okay, it some catchy name that will go down in history, like the New Deal. You can bring back, and there's. I think it's estimated at $21 trillion of corporate assets offshores. We also repatriate it one time only. If you leave all of your manufacturing from China, you can't take money out of China. One time and one time only, the United States will bail you out, in that you don't have to pay taxes for the next several years, however many years, to match the amount that you lost by leaving China.
1: Exactly. And that that is the carrot and the stick and the idea is, hey, here's the sweet deal. It doesn't even suck that much. We're actually we're gonna fluff it up for you. We're gonna make it nice. You can either come back, run everything here, you can still be an oligarch, or, or you're an enemy you can combatant. be on Exactly. Or you're going to be a high-value target on a deck of 52 because you're creating assets that we want to deny the enemy. And so you can be dead with your factories in China or you can be alive here with your factories here. How do you want that to turn out? Balls in their court.
0: Yeah. And you can't just use the stick. You can't just say, come back to the United States or you're an enemy. Because now you're going to have these intelligent guys that have the means to start snooping around. You want, you want mm-hmm. to give them the pillow. Be like... You know, you owe, maybe you've got a trillion and a half over in China. Leave your manufacturing there. You don't have to pay taxes until 2030, right? Come back to the United States. And because we're now in control of the media, if you don't come back, we can just run propaganda 24-7. Amazon, a friend of the CCP, just... Which, which by the
1: way, the Smith Modernization Act already... Already, We're already there We're already you know it's just it's just a question of whether or not we control the intelligence community apparatus that is controlling that media because they're already 100
0: percent controlled and i think we can get all of those people back on our sides because what they ultimately want these people that sold out to china they're not necessarily pro-chinese these are just whores for power and they think china is going to eclipse the united states so we just have to make moves to show them that the united states is still in charge They've already they've already backstabbed us once to go to China. They're going to backstab China. It's very easy. Turn them into double agents. Mm-hmm. I, I think we can do this. What we then want to do is, we're going to have to have. We need to start hitting. It's become very popular. It's become very uh, mainstream to hate Christians in the last 10, 15, 20 years, right? It's if you're Muslim, you're an innocent. You know, hey, and I don't. I, I legitimately hate. Hey, this is
1: this is why I converted to Islam, just for the record, so I could get the immunity.
0: Yeah. So
1: I'm. I feel I'm going to be like John Brennan. Okay, if John Brennan can get away with war crimes by being a communist Wahhabi, guess what, baby? I'm all about that Maxine Waters socialism and that
0: Islam. I think what we am untouchable. I think what we have to do <laughs> is we have to win the hearts and minds again. Mm-hmm. I think China hits the Vatican we really gotta we gotta paint we gotta we have to have them hear me out we have to have americans looking at our i like that that's we, yeah, that might have, be
1: the best idea you've had today we have i like to it. have
0: the americ we have to have all the americans all the green hair nose ring they gotta look at the evil white man they gotta go oh shit now they're being attacked too right because it's you and, and the funny what, thing is they
1: to, all love that oh
0: yeah we, exactly you kill sam you kill francis right and we could do a whole propaganda we have a whole thing with that too a bunch of i mean that's the iconic imagery right st peter's basilica mm-hmm. collapsing with chinese fighter jets streaking overhead i mean it's 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 right i mean you could maybe you even gas it right or maybe you do some and maybe they do uh some like incendiary bombs right maybe that's their payback they say you know this is for whatever this doesn't even match up but they say this is for firebombing japan or something we have them firebomb the vatican i mean the imagery of like hell coming to earth and burning the vatican down
1: well, well so this is a very this, the, the you know getting that, into christian sorry, per, christian that, persecution in china is very real very so unique. that is an angle that we can 100 percent play up and another thing that's very worth just keeping in mind yeah, um, I, get, I get you a know, if you're ever i gotta
0: keep talking i gotta all pee. Right.
1: All right, so um you know just for, for the record if you're ever in like a foreign country or whatever and you know just because we're on the, the subject of persecuted christians and whatnot and I, don't, I don't care whether or not you agree with these people or disagree with their thoughts on everything but if you are in a foreign country somewhere and uh you happen to know that the jehovah's witnesses are active there well a they translate more of their material than just about any other group out there and b they are obligated to talk to you and essentially debate you as long as you engage with them and if you're polite they'll they'll most likely, give you a safe house. So that's one way to essentially be building uh, Christian communities and Christian insurgencies uh, within China and within other countries uh, to use against them. But get going right into you know what we were talking about, Mongolia. What we're talking about with Balochistan. Uh, you know, what we're talking about with Fallen Gong, you know, all these groups are already being uh, hunted down and dealt with. So it really, you know, and you look at how the Catholic church has to operate there, essentially, they have to have all of their, their senior individuals essentially approved by the party. Um, so these are definitely ways that we can essentially run this. Now, I don't think, what going back to the modus operandi, uh, why does essentially dropping a bomb on the Vatican not work well? The same way dropping a bomb anywhere else, it just doesn't really fit in. If you know what unrestricted warfare is, you know the entire reason of what China is doing is to not get caught doing something like that. But... That being said, there are tons of ways that we can manipulate that and weaponize that. So for example, uh, you've probably seen, you know, if you're following closely, you see all these kind of like stories of Chinese police essentially going to Italy and working with the Italian cops there. And you see a lot of news stories about how um, mainland mainland Chinese tourists are incredibly rude. And they don't really like a lot of the uh, cultures they come across sometimes. Uh, So, Essentially, we could go back to Operation Gladio kind of playbook, and not necessarily drop a bomb on the Vatican, but we could essentially run the playbook of, "Hey, here's some uh, Chinese mainland tourists that really hate the Christian Church or whatever, um, and or the Catholic Church in this case. I should you know specify, um, and they start carrying out low intensity terrorist operations against Vatican against churches there, and that's another. Um, and you know, they're, you know we already have the pretense for it already set up and good to go um
0: so yeah i think you hit the vatican but now now when we hit the vatican well now we're into all-out war so we have to what is the thing that leads to the war right fentanyl covid iss during the olympics suez canal Uh, Panama Canal, the Mongolian Freedom Fighters, all the imagery of the Uyghurs, right? I mean, you could play that up as Holocaust Part 2, which it is. Mm -hmm. But you could play that up too. Not only that, we could leak a bunch of... We could also add validity to our false flags, because what we don't remember, we're building an empire. What we don't want is we don't want our false flag to be able to have holes poked in it in 20 years. So what we do is we Mm -hmm. start releasing documents about what happens to You know we make all these claims about we make we make all these claims about biological weapons testing they're doing on the uyghurs that are based on nothing but what we do is we leak documents you know typed up and made to look modern from unit 731 and because the biology Mm -hmm. is the same so in 20 years when you know people start trying to poke holes in the 2021 conspiracy you know i'm a 2021 truther and we go in and maybe in 20 years, everyone has a laptop quantum computer and you can simulate anything. They go, let's see what really happens when you give smallpox to somebody in the freezing cold. And they find out that it matches the data. We want it to be very real. So what we can do is we can leak all the Unit 731 data because that, I mean, that that's a limitless trove right there. The Chinese, no one's going to believe them. How are they even going to defend against this anyway? What are they going to say? It's a win-win. Either they say nothing and we paint them as Unit 731 or they come out and they say no we we're not doing biological testing we're just making them work in factories like it's it, they, they can't win
1: yeah it, and we can use a lot of stuff uh, for example of uh what goes on in south korea for example so south korea has some kind of um I forget the exact name of the sect of the church, but they have kind of a, a wacky Christian far out there, you know, cultist sect. And one of the things that they are actually a really prime, the, you know, group to have as super spreaders, because these guys all live in like very tight little communes. They're constantly sharing food with one another. So if you get one of them, you know, to bug, it's gonna get transferred around very quickly. And then all of a sudden you can tap these guys and be like, hey, you're going doing missionary work somewhere. And so that's how you can create these these kind of super spur events and these are the kinds of things that we've already thought about and stages just from observing uh you know in south korea and whatnot and we can very easily the same way that we could take the japanese um you know tactics techniques and procedures and whatever and we can run it through the washer and then boom and it's a chinese document you know talking about how they how they would implement it um these are the kind of things that we can use uh, to drum up the kind of support that we want. And when you combine that with saying, having your your Mongolian freedom fighter over here, your Balochistani freedom fighter over here, you know, your Indian trained Tibet boys over here. And we create this, and that's the beautiful thing is because we have so many fronts that we can recruit from and operate with here that we can really build a, a grassroots kind of coalition of the oppressed there and to, to support and run that narrative. And then guess what, if you're in the media, And you don't play to it the same with the same sympathy and and level of uh, respect that you would for anything else. Well, enemy combatant, baby combatant.
0: It's going to take a very heavy hand to counter any information against the war. What's happened Mm -hmm. to me being banned from YouTube is going to happen to a lot, a lot of people we are going to have to shut down. And what's
1: the worst thing for a group? You can't have apostates, right? Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, if I give someone the order to execute 100 traders, right, and I feel like that person doesn't have the stomach to do it, well, there's 101 people that need to be executed because the, the one thing we're never, when, when we're going to this level of Machiavellian shit, it's blood in, out in a box, okay? You, there's no room to have the apostate. It yes. was like, you know what? I liked everything they were doing, but this was the part that was too far. And now they're blowing the whistle on shit. So you just, you 100% have to be of that mindset. Hey, this is us or them. We're either gonna be in the camps or they're gonna be in the camps. And the camps already exist. So let's not beat around the bush. And if there's anyone that still thinks there's a middle ground, if there's anyone that thinks that that knob should only be dialed to five rather than 11, you know, yeah, we might adjust it slowly because that's what's tactically relevant. But if there's that person that thinks it should only go to five right now, that person should find a kidney table out in the middle of nowhere and sit there nice and quietly until it's all blown over because they're going to be killed by either our side or their side Mm -hmm. because there's no room for neutrality Mm -hmm. once we go to this level. There's no going back from that.
0: Mm Now, what we're going to need is there's going to be a War Powers Act. <clears throat> so as of now, we'll, we'll, by now, I imagine we're maybe a, a year, in it, right? We do a year of, you know, China rising. We do China rising tension, COVID-Fentanyl, right? ISS and the Suez Canal, Panama Canal. Uyghurs shut down Foxconn. Nobody's getting new phones. We gotta. Mm-hmm. We're, we're pissing everybody off. We're, right, mm-hmm. you know, we're we're not feeding the lions. We're getting them hungry for the for the the gladiators. When we're coming up more and more, and we have to. What we need is. What you're gonna have is people pissed off, right? People right now if you came out and said COVID was China, people would be pissed off, but it's still not enough that we're beating the war drums and that people are um, willing to go into these massive US government plans. Now, what I do think we need is we are going to construct a Southern and Northern border wall. We need something to put people to work. That's what we need is we just anything to be part of the fight Infrastructure and stimulus. Yep. yep. Anything to be part of the fight. Big fucking socialism border. without socialism. <laughs> yeah. Right. Big fucking wall, north and south. Right. We could have China, China infiltrating the cartels. We need a we need already a happening. Border. Yeah, we need a southern border wall. We'll have Biden come out and say we need it. We also need to heal a HeLa division. What we need is is Biden has to appoint Trump to something. We have to get rid of the division. We have to have something to where it's like when you're at like a dance in high school or middle school and the guy goes and asks the first girl and then everyone comes in and starts dancing. We need to have Biden and Kamala come out and make peace with Trump. It's the only way. I don't think that we're we're never
1: going to get that out of the Biden administration and the Kamala administration just because they're already David, so David, in David, bed ta- with the David, far we're left.
0: talking about killing, we're talking about shooting down the ISS during the Olympics. I, right?
1: I, I know, I, I I know, but, you know, we also have to think about killing, you know, those people because they're not going to be our side. If we're going to have a Democrat that brings unity, it's going to be someone like Tulsi. Hey, 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 okay? we, we need no a mistake.
0: CFR. This isn't the White House. This is, this, this is the deep state is orchestrating this whole thing. Yes. The White House is yes, going to do as they're told
1: yeah and so but either way to have that figure like because at the end of the day you you can't heal that kind yeah. of even if Biden does, yeah. you know, appoint Trump to something or you do something like that. Nobody's going to believe it out of the Biden administration. You need a populist from the from the left. You need that that Council on Foreign Relations, Tulsi Gabbard like figure that can come in and kind of bring that back together. Because right now we need fresh faces. We need all this all this bullshit that we've seen. We need them to just go off. We need the hook to come out and pull them all off
0: stage, and we need fresh new faces well, that are prepared to engage. Just threat i think what we need though is you have to strike while the iron is hot it's what people used to say mm-hmm. about working with steve mm-hmm. jobs was he had what was it called the uh the field of uh the, fuck what was it called people said that if you were around steve jobs there was like a an actual like disturbance field it's when you were in his vicinity anything felt possible he just saw hmm. how it could work. It's a, it's a, it's, it's honestly, it's why I always try to be like positive. is because it, people, my aura you, is blue. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, what was it? Fuck, what was it called? The Steve Jobs field of uh, Steve Jobs field. Yeah, you have to, you have to believe you can do it reality, eh, to, reality. to even start to do it. Wo, yeah, Wozniak, Wozniak used to call it the reality distortion field. You'd be in his. His, and he would be like, we're going to put 10,000 songs in your pocket. And people would be like, that's not going to work. And then they'd go meet with jobs and they'd be like, it's going to work. You have to strike while the iron is hot. People are going to be so emotional when the ISS is burning up. When it's becoming clear that all, every COVID death, a fentanyl death. We have those running on the screen 24-7 right now with the COVID pandemic. Right? You go on CNN any day. I was just at the gym this morning. CNN, they have it every day. Total COVID deaths. You just switch out COVID deaths with CCP fatalities, with bio fatalities. We come up with a new term, maybe like the new normal or something. You know, we're all in this together. Build back better. We make some bullshit thing. We have those deaths up there. I think even if it's just once, you have you have to have some sort of marriage between Biden and Trump, even if it's all on paper. It's you play their game. You go to Biden. You go to Biden, you say, hey, you're going to go down as the greatest president ever. You fought back the CCP. You go to Trump and you go, hey, you know, how about about you get to contract the wall? You play their game. You have to have it. It's the only way you're going to get us all to stop beating at each other's throats. We cannot fight China otherwise. You don't have to sit on it. You don't have to dwell on it. We don't have to hammer that home. But I think you do a one-day thing where they kind of bury the hatchet. After that, we're not going to waste any more time on it. But I think you have to have some sort of "they're the enemy, not here." It's the only way it's going to work.
1: I and I agree with the entire premise. I just think that it would be it would be more effective to say let that build up and say twenty twenty four it would be better to have the fresh face, the fresh face that no one hates, because regardless of how you feel about it, everyone kind of feels kind of irked by by the last election. Even the Democrats were like, man, it should have been our guy Bernie. So it's like, we need someone that has less baggage. To, to to essentially front that, and that's why I would think a, a figure like Tulsi Gabbard sure. just kind of coming sure. in and, and just saying, you know what, we're 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 getting into a period where we're get we're getting more confrontational with China, uh, you know we need a different type of leadership, to, you know, to deal with that kind of threat, and. You know and we already know that the democrat party will torpedo their own candidates to promote someone else anyway so if we're talking about getting the deep state on board anyway it wouldn't be so hard to say have tulsi come in and kind of run that ticket and that's someone that no one really hates yeah there's a lot of republicans that are like yeah she's on the cfr and i'm skeptical but at the end of the day you're going to get the tim pools you're going to get all that the enlightened centrist types they're going to get behind you know that kind of party and back that play and from there we can start to build that middle ground and that coalition where there's there, Tulsi hasn't left a terrible taste in anyone's mouth she hasn't screwed anyone over okay the, the Republicans and the former Trump people aren't going to be like man we got screwed out of the election the Biden you know and, and the burning bros aren't going to be um, panicking and so it's just it's the idea about you know yeah, if we if we can have them kiss and make up, that would be the most beautiful thing in the world. I'm all for it. But at the end of the day, I would just be happy with just slowly pulling them out of center stage Absolutely. and replacing them with someone that is just fresh face, less
0: baggage. But I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think we can do both. I don't. I, think, I don't think so. Though, I but think, if I we think, can get accomplishment, it would be out, great. Hear me out. It's not. It's it, this isn't all for naught. This isn't some happy go you know fuzzy. This has a tactical thing. Yes. Just like the black box monolith, we are also not a monolith. China's not just going to... This isn't going to happen in a vacuum. They're not stupid. If they're smart enough to conduct the Hundred Years' War, they're going to see what we're doing. They're going to start looking for wedges in the United States. and Mm -hmm. They'll find wedges. We can't hand them a wedge on a platter of the election was stolen. We can't have that. We have to do Mm -hmm. our best to put some flex seal over that. How else do you do it? You have Biden and Trump go on Rogan. Just some, it doesn't have to have any substance. Just, just, just fake, fuzzy emotions, some shitty jokes, whatever. And it comes out that you just, you, you have Trump, uh, you know, you, you, have, you have Rogan go on there and be like, Trump, you know, if you thought the election was stolen, why didn't you have the Marines, you know, you know surround the White House? You, you paint it as Trump was read in and he understood that they had to like, the whole thing's horseshit. it doesn't matter, people are going to poke holes in it it doesn't matter, you just make it some bullshit Oprah interview, kind of like when they brought on the security guard from Mandalay Bay to go on Ellen, it doesn't matter, as long as 95% of retards take it in we don't need, don't worry mm-hmm. about the 5% dissenters, we don't need to worry about guys like you or I or Dale or Claire poking holes in it, right, we just have to have the mask the people that are barely awake on any given day the people who just they're kind of like roombas. they just bump into walls they go to the bathroom they watch the view they eat cheetos they go to sleep orange man bad but we have to win them over just so that there's not a wedge right just so there's not something that they can take Mm -hmm. advantage that's all that's what i'm saying i'm not saying this in some oh it's going to be all peace and love this is a tactical advantage and nothing more you have Trump and Biden come together, a bunch of cheesy jokes. You could have the whole thing scripted. You get some writers in there. We talk about how we. you have Biden say, we need a border wall. And what you can't have is all the conservatives saying, Trump was right. And you then have Trump saying that and say, Biden, great guy. We've had our differences. He's contracting me to build it. You let you let Trump almost run his part of the country. You go, we're going to build this wall. You, you let people think that Trump, Trump won. Trump cut the walls. Trump builds a northern and southern wall or maybe even a sort of like seawall, like a bulwark or something, right? You do that. That puts everyone to work and that gets everyone being part of the fight, right? What we also need to do is we need to have a Manhattan Project. So we have the Manhattan Project. What a lot of people don't know is that the, the project to build the nuclear, the thermonuclear bomb was something like seven or eight times larger than the Manhattan Project, but not a lot of people know about it. At at its height, the the project to build the thermonuclear bomb had, it used 7% of the nation's electrical output. The the AEC went from 40,000 employees to 130,000 employees. It had a bigger market cap investment than Alcoa, Bethlehem Steel, American Steel, GM, and GE combined. It was massive. You need to have a Manhattan Project for what? Fusion. We can't. We can't rely on oil. We can't rely on Chinese coal or fucking whatever. You know, a belligerent China. They could take out the the oil wells in the Middle East. We need power here and at home, right? We need to have it. We need to have a fusion, uh, a nuclear fusion, sort of uh, a Manhattan Project. That's again. You, you're pulling everyone towards this one spot with a magnet. You got to make them all be part of the fight. So now that we have everyone starting to go from just changing your profile picture and saying China bad, to getting people to actually start changing their lives, going to work on the wall, going to work on the fusion reactor, we put it right out in the middle of the United States underground where the ICBM silos are, it'll be fantastic. We now have people physically partaking in the fight as opposed to just sharing stuff online. Now is the time when we have to get them to join the military or at least join the war powers act we have to do a physical strike somewhere in the world saying it's China and that is what's going to get people so everyone that right now works for GM or GE or Tesla there's going to be a war powers act we're going to we're going to forgive all student loan and medical debt during the war powers act where everyone has going to be on Uncle Sam's medicare How we're going to roll out medicare for all if you partake in a company that is involved with the war powers act so it's basically it's a draft without being a draft so hey man and you know tommy you work for nike but did you hear that gm right now it's you know they give student loan free you know they pay for housing you go in there and you start manufacturing you start manufacturing all of this going towards drones. Production. Hey, kids, you
1: want to be a defense contractor?
0: Yeah, hey, do <laughs> hey, what we do is we start pumping out propaganda, Rosie the Riveter, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm here for my husband, you know. If you drive alone, you're driving with Hitler. Carpool, save oil, right? All about rationing and everything. We get everyone going into the factories. We're not building Sherman tanks. We're building the successor to the the m1 abrams we'll call it like the mx something whatever we'll call it and i don't know we start building we're not super carriers we want hyper carriers right we build the uss obama right we start doing right we start doing you got to get everyone in on we build the uss obama and the uss trump and you can decide you can request which one you work on that's how you pull in the left and the right get everybody not in. a bad play hey man just like los alamos and uh, oak Ridge, tennessee we pit them at each other who's going to finish first you know we put the dry mm-hmm. docks right next to each other a bunch of intramural sports we have them competing against each other all in good fun but we're all trying to go deal with the evil Chinaman. i think it'll be great and these things are going to be just just behemoths you know i think that i think the uss gerald ford i think it's like 1100 feet long have you ever seen the picture of the wheels on that thing yeah dude dude i'm talk- freaking massive dude I'm, <laughs> dude I'm talking i'm talking like i don't know maybe 2500 feet long these things are going to mm-hmm. be retarded f-22s v-22 ospreys everything We're, it's going to be insane it's and they're going to double as like submarine docks these things are going to be huge submarines can come up under them. nuclear subs and these are going to be the first class of, you know, I don't know, we'll call it fusion, fusion carriers or something, right? And that's what we do. As we push that Overton window further and further and further, you then need to have some sort of devastating strike. And that's how we move people from working for these companies that aren't actually defense contractors. But they kind of are. wink yeah. we move them from there to straight enlistment i don't think we can do a draft world war ii you could do it i don't think you can well no you'll always have dissenters they're going to be fragging the officers
1: exactly that's supposed to be a military tradition um you know uh, my uh i guess you could say my father's uncle i don't know the technical term for that uh but he served in world war ii uh korea and vietnam and I believe by Vietnam, he was a master sergeant. And they kept trying to get him to become a lieutenant and he would turn it down every time. And the reason he would get for it is I'm not getting shot by my own men. So that used to be yeah. a uh, just, just a common trope. And I, and I imagined that our foreign policy uh, decisions would be a lot better if uh, terrible officers were shot again. Uh, that being said, if any part of these false flags is implemented uh, by the senior deep state and all that stuff and whatnot, and they do try to draft me. Uh, don't even try unless it's at least minimum
0: colonel. Don't 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 come at me with that shit. <laughs> I don't think I don't think, we, I don't think we can do drafts because even in no, you, even I, in this beautiful it wouldn't work, work yeah, Even in this beautifully orchestrated war, <laughs> I, I don't think you can do a draft. You still, but, it, but the point is, is so remember earlier when I said there's going to be like multiple tiers to this. <laughs> well, it's also becoming to a point where like you kind of have to take a job with one of these proto-defense contractors. Maybe not Northrop, maybe not Raytheon, but just like, you know, I was friends with this this super intelligent astrophysicist girl in college, but she refused to go work for Boeing. She was was a a hippie. That's great, whatever. What we need to do is we need to, again, we add these tiers. Do you want to work on the Obama or do you want to work on the Trump? You know, you don't have to enlist. You don't have to go work for Boeing maybe you want to go work for oracle maybe you want to go work for fucking facebook whatever but these are all they're still defense contractors i mean what this is is we're establishing this like fascist state but you can work for any of them but you still work for uncle sam kind of There needs to be a justification for... First, we build the walls, right? The walls, we do the whole marriage between Biden and Trump on Rogan, right? Maybe crack some shitty jokes, and we talk about how they're Mm -hmm. coming from the north and the south. That's where we start building the walls. When we move from the walls to... We've we've skipped a step. How do we justify the the mass manufacturing of, of drone tanks and aircraft? Maybe that's when we have them hit Hong Kong or Taiwan. We still don't want, we're still not, we're still not pulling human capital into it. We just want machines. How do we how So do we another
1: thing, that, something that we can do that is also a lot closer to home, you know, because if we can talk about the Mongolia, the and Taiwan, all that, at the end of the day, we need something that hits home. Yeah. And what we need for that is we already know how the cartel pipelines have just blown up ever since, uh, you know, our latest administration and whatnot. And essentially what we need there is we need to lean on Um, some kind of, you know, we're going to have to have some kind of cartel informant turned whistleblower or whatever. um, And we're going to have to have that person essentially testify of all the ways that the cartels are working with the Chinese Communist Party. And preferably if we can have them on record producing evidence of them doing, you know, death squad activity for the Chinese Communist Party. And then if we can say, hey, these were the death squads that they were using in this country to secure farms or space or whatever the hell that they're trying to secure down there. If we can poke a hole and say, hey, there's like two or two or these three guys that were on this test squad over here that we caught coming into the border here are they working for China? If we can have, you know, essentially captured cartel members or flipped cartel members kind of testify for that, that right there, we're, we're, we're getting to something that's a little bit closer to home. And then all we need is like some MS-13 people to do a drive-by, kill some National Guardsmen or some shit, and you know, boom, we're, we're,
0: we're cooking with peanut oil. So small scale. <clears throat> So let's again. I know I repeat, but let's recap. COVID, fentanyl, ISS, over the Olympic Games. It's how you get everyone to hate China. Then you do the Uyghurs with the Mongolian freedom fighters, and then we offer the Biden plan where you come back to the United States. No, no taxes mm-hmm. on your trillions. That's how we pull them all back. They shut down Foxconn. If they don't, we will. So it comes back mm-hmm. bring the iPhone home, right? That now you're now you're getting rid of the supply chain and you're making it. So we have to start having manufacturing jobs here. We do something with MS thirteen. I think we also do something with Trudeau. Trudeau sells out to China. Yes. That's why we need a northern that's why we need a northern wall. And that we do the whole Biden and Trump thing. They do on, they do this whole they do the circuit. They go on Rogan. They go on Oprah. They go on the View. It's really cheesy shit, but they're both getting money in the pocket. It doesn't matter. North Wall, Southern Wall, right? We do the we do the Obama versus Trump, right? We do the giant dry docks right next to each other. These things are going to be massive. I don't know. I think we probably build them in Norfolk, right? Maybe North. Yeah, I think that's where we build them. Um, I think we also perhaps we start construction of our own canal below our border wall so it doubles as a moat and a canal and mm-hmm. that could be that i don't know if that's too much work you know
1: well you know we have technology that can melt fucking rock well, we down so I, do. I don't
0: we do phil schneider shout out but mm-hmm. there's also operation plowshare in the fifties, we wanted to use mm-hmm. uh, we wanted to use fission bombs to to knock out, but that might be too much. I don't know if we need that. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah,
1: you'd have to. At the end of the day, it would be much better to re-secure the Panama Canal. Though I would say the infrastructure and the, and, and the way it was designed is a little bit fragile now. It might be better to come up with a, a replacement. Um, Question, but it's got to be something. thin.
0: Question, do we? Does Mexico and Canada do they ask to join the United States um, think about all the resources in Canada think about where we could put everything it's a ton of open land but think about Mexico Mexico, maybe even a couple countries south of it because think if, if we can get it to where it's thinner that's a shorter wall
1: yeah, um is, is that well that's fast? definitely and that's one of the reasons why like Trump's best strategy is we're gonna make Mexico beat a wall. Uh not a bad, you know, strategy for that. that um I don't
0: that, know how too you much, would too go. Fast? Is it too much too fast? I,
1: I i definitely think it's a little bit too much okay. too fast. And, okay. and, and, now there are ways that we could like soft annex uh mexico Mexico and Canada, but the the problem is Mexico you have so there they're already fighting. If you force yourself to have to take responsibility for those factions, you're, you're going to be putting, yeah, you're going to be putting yourself in the hot water and you're going to be dealing with a lot of messes that, you, that you'd rather have proxy elements there. Now, Canada, on the other hand, do I see them ever formally uh, requesting to join the United States? Probably not. Now, that being said, if we are using that Trudeau is on record basically saying, yeah, I want to be like China. I want to have a a Chinese model of... uh you know, state capitalism. Um, if we can use the tyranny pushed on Canada, essentially to get a popular, you know, as we're escalating uh, things with China, if we can cause that kind of populist revolt to where they're like, hey, why, why isn't our government, like I know we don't wanna be the war mongering Americans, we're Canadians, we say sorry for everything, we're polite, but why is it that the Americans are standing up for the Uyghurs and we aren't, you know? So if we kind of play that off, I don't think that we could annex Canada but I do think that we could definitely create regime change to where we would get a much more favorable um, version of Canada that's going to be willing to cooperate with us. And that's what we kind of need to do. Hell, one of the things I was just seeing dave I didn't if you remember that like crackhead governor of, uh, I, I think it was Rothfork. like... Um, Ontario. Yeah. So apparently his brother mm-hmm. is is now like, uh, car- yeah. I, so apparently car- they keep it all in the family. It's, right. It's, so it's just like, you know what? Because the last crackhead wasn't good enough. Let's get his brother. Have like, you, you seen know, Beer that's Fest? Just,
0: fuck it. Have you seen Beer Fest?
1: Uh, yeah, with the boot.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like landfill, mm-hmm. how they mm-hmm. remove landfill, but then landfill's long lost twin brother comes in. That's what Rob. Yes. Thought. Yeah. That's
1: exactly what it is. Okay.
0: So I, yeah, I think maybe annexing Mexico and China or Mexico and uh, Alaska. That might, or next, Jesus Christ, Mexico and Canada. I think that's too much too fast. Yeah. And I think, yeah, you want to keep the general just shape of the United States. Propaganda purposes. We want the just the shape of the United States because that way we can reuse a lot of World War two propaganda I mean, whenever mm-hmm. they Anthropomorphize like the state the states are you know, the United States has a face We don't want to change all that we got that right. We got we got the shape down pat It's recognizable. We got to keep it simple mm-hmm. With the northern wall and the southern wall. I'm not talking like metal fences. I'm talking like minimum hundred feet 100 feet thick concrete They have turrets. And I think on top, I think you also put in infrastructure, high speed rail. I think you put, you you make these things, you put high speed rail, maybe not, I take it back. You have high speed rail, not that far behind the wall, straight line, don't worry about curving, we'll just plow out all the land like they did with the Autobahn. We do high speed rail and we use it for the same justification that Eisenhower had the Eisenhower Interstate system built. There had to be, for every mi- so many miles, there had to be, I think, a five-mile straight piece so that in times of war, they could move the median to the side. I don't know if you knew this. They could move to the median to the side and use mm-hmm. it as airstrips. So in a sense, mm-hmm. we, we built airports all throughout the United States, hiding in plain sight. We do the same thing with, with high-speed rail. So we have, I think we go across, what is it? Is it? The, what's the, the Canadian? Is that the 49th, 48th parallel? Which one's that? Is, that? is that what Canada is? Uh, that's, a, that's a bit too far north for me, but yeah, you're, you're close up there. Something like that. Um, but we do, we do high-speed rails from east coast to west coast on the northern and southern borders. On top of, we do it in addition to the border wall. It's right behind the border wall. And it doubles mm-hmm. as, I mean, it's a manufacturing job again, but we also move goods on it in case of an east or west coast invasion. Again, it's all about fighting China, but we're also putting into place high-speed rail I bet Bezos would be a big investor in that. Hey, you can use it to move, manufacture your goods, right? Again, you kind of put it in their mm-hmm. pocket. Elon Musk, do you want to start with the Hyperloop? We could even do a Northern-Southern wall competition. Again, healthy competition. Mm-hmm. You, and then you, I think you do a, I think you do a north to south as well. You go from like, you go from like San Diego to Seattle. You do a high-speed rail, and then you go from like Portland to maybe Miami or something. Portland Maine to Miami something like that so really you're really just kind of building a box of high-speed rail again manufacturing jobs you're also kind of just boosting the infrastructure it can be used to move more material we're gonna be we're gonna be cranking out tanks we're gonna be cranking out jets it's we're gonna have a new boom I mean it's going to be like the GI bill we're gonna give the GI bill to people who never even fought. if you worked for one of these manufacturing companies you get free education. So we're going to be building all these huge towns of just you can go in and have the nuclear family again, whatever, right? A ton of pro-American propaganda. It's going to be the 1950s part two. It's going to be insane. It's just going to be the 1950s without the racism. What we need, and with all the manufacturing companies coming back with the, the, the carrot of, of the tax break, right? We call it the Biden bonus and with the the hidden stick of you're going to be executed in guantanamo for being an enemy combatant we bring them back we have the competitive obama versus trump super hypercarriers, hyper carriers the fusion center in the center of the united states space force space force becomes the new air force right we're going to have all these big single single stage to orbit space planes they're going to be the new B twenty nines. They're going to be gleaming silver. You can paint your whatever on the side. You know your your busty girl or whatever. It's going to be anime girls. It's going to be it's going to be the a- tiger shark. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Now it's going to be it's anime. Gonna, it's it's, it's going to be Nicki Minaj. It's going to be fucking you know whoever. It's just going to be Kim Kardashian's going to be painted on the side, right? And what we're going to have to do is we're going to have to enable political incorrectness again. We're gonna to have to have some sort of slur to call the Chinese, and not it's so. Not only do we foment hatred against them and dehumanize them, but we also use that as a bond to bring the United States together. We're all against them, right? So where we start—that's why I love the term tricom so but much. but Yeah, we, it's all about dehumanizing, so and that's the one thing that we
1: on the right don't do that the left is very efficient very at. at.
0: But that's the thing. So we'll still keep. Again, we got to keep the left. We got to keep them. On this thing, so we can't bring back, you know, we'll still do the proper pronouns and whatever. We'll still keep that glue together on the inside, right? No white on black racism, none of that. But everyone can sort of vent that latent racism that is in every human. We'll just vent it at the Chai Well, we don't want to
1: do that too much because at the end of the day, our goal we don't want to be the in that war, yeah, at the end of the day, our goal too is to, you know, we're not at war with the Chinese people, we're at war with the Chinese Communist Party. At the end of the day, our, our objective, you know, in order for us to win, to get, you know, the strategic objective that we want, which is to defeat the Chinese Communist Party, we need a populist revolution in China to want to govern themselves that will be more cooperative towards us. Yeah. And so that's why it's like, I, I like the term Chaicoms, or or, um, you know, or, you know, a lot of people like to say chai Nazis because it's a very, na- sure. they're very national socialist sure. and whatnot. So those are two really great chai Nazis works really well because what has the left been screaming for years now, Nazi, 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 Nazi. Nazi even if they don't even know what the hell national socialist sure. means, sure. they know what Nazi means. So when we say chai Nazi, uh, a, you're, you're, disassociating from alex jones saying that for, for years and years and years but you're still getting the same message across so that's why i like Chinazi.
0: that's a good point <clears throat> now what we need is right before covid um kobe bryant died in that helicopter crash No, he had thermals and everything yeah, too you know he had, his, he, had his, he had his daughter i mean it was a real I mean, on the surface, you look back at it, and you're like, this guy lived life better than anyone. He was a convicted rapist, and most of us don't have health insurance. But nonetheless, the human mind, myself not excluded, man, your heart tugs at you. I played basketball as a kid. I had, I had Kobe shoes. I, had, I remember playing on PlayStation 2 with my brother. There was a lot of pulling at the heartstrings, and no one capitalized on that, which to me was just a total failure. There was, everyone was pulling together, myself included. During the podcast I finished up an episode With a member of Israel's sire At Special Forces And the episode after Was like a rest in peace Kobe episode China China takes black people Off the Disney posters Mm -hmm. Disney We're gonna have something That happens in China We need to have someone And this is what I think Unlike Kobe crashing, which was terrible, right? His daughter died with him. We need to have, while when the, when the whole thing drops, you know, maybe like a month after the whole ISS gets shot down, and we have, you can come back to the United States, you can repatriate your money, right? It's going to be a big thing, and that's going to happen fast. That has to be, that has to happen with like military efficacy, because we can't have China clamping down. When that happens, The Rock and and uh, who's the Kevin Hart? The Rock and Kevin Hart, two black guys. They're going to be in China when that happens, and they're going to be on tour promoting their new shitty Disney movie. Beautiful. They're going to be, they're going to be executed.
1: I like where your heads at. I we, absolutely we need
0: to pull in everyone, Kevin Hart and The Rock, and Here, I think their family. I think their families are with them. Here's the thing. I think Kevin Hart is, a, is at least slightly
1: funny. Can we kill Trevor Noah?
0: No, because the problem is, is conservatives. We think he's a douchebag, even though even though The Rock came out for Biden. Yeah, but The Rock's there. He said, even though The Rock is there, it, okay. and even though The Rock came out for Biden, the reality is is I still like The Rock. I mean, the dude's an inspirational guy. You go to his Instagram; he's got a hundred trillion followers, and he's like, and you know you're like fuck this guy, and then you see his post, and he's like, hey, wake up, work hard. It doesn't matter who you are, where you're from. We're all in this together. You know, push harder today, and you're just like, goddammit, it, you're an inspiration. <laughs> everyone likes him kevin hard he's short he's tiny they do all the memes together he has to in general though you're absolutely spot on like if you can have this kind of if you you can have these kind of
1: events pop out and all of a sudden all you need is some mainlander chinese guy that's racist as hell you know take out a celebrity
0: or there you go we don't we don't want a random we, we don't want a random i have to disagree we don't want a random racist chinese guy we want them to die maybe in a helicopter Maybe in a maybe in a new uh, we maybe we have them in a in a self driving car somewhere in Beijing and they crash and in the very, old Michael Hastings. Yes, yeah, in very <laughs> mysterious circumstances. Very mysterious.
1: We'll call up John Brennan and Stanley mm-hmm. McChrystal, hey, can you do us a
0: favor? <laughs> and, and we kill them. We want their wives back in America. We gotta have the widows. But them, maybe with like their, they each have their youngest child with them they're just destroyed in like a a rare earth metal battery fire in the middle of beijing and it happens the same day that we denounce china and start repatriating money and everyone thinks that just like when we showed the fentanyl and covid they shot down the iss this is in retaliation for the uyghur drop there's the uyghur drop immediately after that we pull back all us money we can't be part of a concentration camp nation that same weekend. This happens fast. The whole China propaganda, this thing happens slowly over years, but when it does happen, it happens fast. Mm-hmm. Kevin Hart and The Rock are there, and they die in very mysterious circumstances. We can't have them outright executed because there's too many holes to poke through and that. We'll crash the fucking car. We don't need China to do it. We'll yeah, cra- Stanley, Crystal, and John Brennan, they'll get right on. We've done this before. They'll do it. They'll <laughs> do it the exact same way. And it's got to be... Not only that, I mean, they can't die in impact; they die in like a three thousand degree Fahrenheit fire. I mean, I mean, do you go full lively? Do you have them on fire trying you know, to crawl out? I mean, that would be the ideal
1: propaganda, but two you know, there's, well, there's two, there's there's two bits. There's two bits, and the reason why at first I kind of wanted to have it be like an attack or whatever is just because if we can tie in the, the Uyghur concentration camp with racism on American blacks, and we can we can get those together, that that's going to allow us to get some momentum. But I also like the idea that if we time it just right, everyone's going to be like, "This is a conspiracy," you know, "They are conspiring," you know, that's going to set that up in the in the back of people's minds anyway. So that's not a bad. Both both of those options are, are really good for that. Um, I do think that that is a really good way that you could essentially it, just having that those events kind of tied together that's a way that you're going to get the American activists yes. starting to think well rather than just oh those are the Uyghurs over there It's this those could have be, been our Uyghurs been over us. there
0: those, right? mm-hmm. you know what I think we also do oh you know who's with them you know who's with them it's over there to help promote Disney and uh we have them over there, maybe China, okay, this is it. So after the ISS, the Uyghurs, all that stuff, after phase one, China invites them over. They're trying to show that, oh, we are not racist, right? We, we have our black people. They have them over. And then when we withdraw money, we have China, their, their, their mask falls off. So they were trying to invite these black celebrities over and then they lose their temper and they kill him. So for a split second, it seems like the tide's receding, and then we come back and we make him look even worse. You know who's over there with him? Part of this, it's going to be like Nixon's China thing, his trip. We, have, this is going to be a terrible soundbite that will be played at my trial, but we have the founders of BLM over there. They're in. They're all in the. N- sa- they're all in the trained
1: same. Trained Marxists. They're all in know. the
0: same SUV with The Rock and Kevin Hart, they're all dead. You're making this sound too good.
1: I mean, when you talk about all those people being in the same SUV, if we just cram Trevor Noah in there and get a flying Ginzu, like, oh, that would just make my day.
0: Let's not waste them all, we can use them at a later (laughs) date. Now, those are, even though Kevin Hart and uh, The Rock, those are kind of, you know, most people like them. -hmm. We need to have someone over there from the conservative side. And it's it, to me, it's not that weird that they're all there because they're all part of this this big trip to go push for black exceptions, which is why I think Candace Owens is in the SUV too. Can I'm not opposed, but Dan Crenshaw, can we can we just? He's white. No, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't.
1: Count. Damn it! I, you know, I don't know. I was, I was have, just hoping to get one have, red flag we, Republican we off we my
0: back. You know, to, <laughs> no, no, it's even, you take Candace out because that's even worse. You take out the black Republican.
1: I, I just don't see her going there though. That's the one problem that,
0: that I have with that. I don't I don't see Candace Owens going to I, mm. This will be in the wake of the Trump Biden work together and build a wall. It's gonna be we're gonna have her publicist who's gonna be a CIA handler and be like Candace, this could be huge if you go over there. You know, Candace it's all I mean, she doesn't bring anything to the table. She's just she's she's smarter than me and has a weird following Man, I mean, what the fuck am I doing? I'm in an empty apartment talking about how we need to kill people for China exactly <laughs> we, we get her over there we get her over there with the rock right I think you gotta do it I think you pull them over there and we show China China has fangs. that's what we do
1: I'm I'm not opposed to the policy now it's, getting them all there in, in that same the timing of that's gonna be difficult no no, no I, 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 I really don't. Th-
0: I really don't think it will we have them it's this it's this coalition china reaches out after the whole weaver thing and it's like hey we so sorry about the international space station like we so sorry and disney's like hey how about because there's all this stuff where everybody's like well disney how come you're still working with china they don't let black people be on their posters right they all go over there as this sort of this this like disney uh ambassadorship if you will So So, to me, it's not weird at all. You have them all over. We see it every day on the news where a bunch of celebrities get together and talking. David, I got (laughs) to pay. That's true. And
1: and so there's a few ways that we can think about this. Now, I would say, and I was going to say this a little bit earlier, Disney is kind of that when it comes to the culture war and the battleship turrets moving very slowly. uh, Disney is definitely one of the the factions that we have to bring back to bear on our side. We definitely – the same way that we got to get the intel community that runs the mockingbird media uh to play ball and get back in line or be dealt with we kind of have to run that play for disney and i i don't even think you need to go as far as say recruiting high level celebrities that aren't already involved in disney because disney's already doing you know they're what was it, Mulan? I believe. I think it's Mulan, where they were shooting, and there was a big controversy. That you know, they like thanked the camp guards and everything for allowing them to shoot. So we already have Disney operating in that space, and so the question is, you know, who is some um, kind of upstart that we could kind of, uh, if we could have Disney employees, not necessarily just some celebrity that went over there to do a, you know a show and, and as an ambassador. Whatever the hell that is supposed to mean these days. Um, But if we can have Disney employees that for whatever reasons, they're going to be detained by the CCP. And it's not hard to get people detained by the CCP. At this point, we could be talking, you know, just uh, sending them the wrong messages to their phone. And all of a sudden, the, the Chinese are wondering why you're getting these messages. You know, that's a very... Light way of starting that kind of contact, but one of the things that we want to do to sour that relationship between Disney and China uh, is very much along the lines of what Tommy's talking about. Though I, I think it's a, you know, if, if you think you can assemble the all-star cast to get in there and, and happen all at once, um, to make the perfect story, I, if you can do it, that's great. But you know, I would I would start lower. I would definitely start. Um, with trying to plant things on camera crews, um, just various production team, people like that, and getting those people um, harassed by security forces, getting those people detained by security forces. And then all of a sudden, what happens is once you make that the normal, I'm gonna have to you re-go over some of this once Tommy gets here, because this is the important part. Uh, Once you kind of get back into that normal where you know like yeah you might be detained by the ccp while you're working over here it's no big deal well that's where you could say go into the real false flag which is you have a a fake ccp team essentially on the ground that's going to abduct uh let's make it the star this time let's make it producer let's make it someone important and that's when all of a sudden you have your, your captured CCP team start to engage in enhanced interrogation or whatever you want to call it of those more senior level people after you've already established a pretense that a lot of Disney personnel are starting to be detained and asked questions and whatnot. So you kind of build up the narrative that this is already happening. And then by the time you go to do something with your higher value targets or your celebrities or whatnot, that's when you just really kind of, you know, you put the screws to them and you make an international incident out of it. Uh, um, and then all of a sudden, I guarantee you very quickly, if we waterboard, you know, uh, you know, one executive producer from Disney uh, very quickly, uh, when they come back, they're going to be having a different opinion on China. If they think China's the one that waterboarded them.
0: Now, as uh, as these as these we have to frame this very carefully, as these events are happen, the uh, the demolition of the ISS, the killing of uh, The Rock and Kevin Hart and the founders of Black Lives Matter and Candace Owens, preferably in a just horrible fire in a, on the highway, on their way to the U.S. Embassy, because things are starting to get hairy as China does these things, we have to... Because their
1: executive producer is being waterboarded
0: by the Congress. 100%. 100%. (laughs) As this is happening, it is important that we are not meeting them with force. We have to paint ourselves as the big, strong Mm -hmm. guy who's... We're the big bouncer who's holding back from punching the drunk person. We don't hit them with artillery. We don't drop bombs. What we do is we take these other acts where we... We bring, you know, repatriate the Biden bonus, we repatriate $20 trillion to the United States, right? Uh, We start building a border wall. We start uh, bringing manufacturing home. And, hey, Apple, you know, Apple doesn't have to pay taxes on their trillions overseas. Not only that, we could give them another maybe a secret bonus, unlike the other corporations. We say, hey, bring back manufacturing we can paint Foxconn as evil. You paint it as um, we can't do business with these people. We didn't know about Foxconn, whatever. And you know the amount of money that goes up in manufacturing. Hey, let's just we'll, we'll call it. You know, maybe you don't pay taxes till the war is over, right? But from now on, now what we need to do is it's important that we don't take military action. We have to paint ourselves as the as the peaceful giant. <clears throat> After we kill Kevin Hart and The Rock, now now hold on, are they taken hostage? Do we start to crank up the evil on the Chinese side? Are, are they are so, they in a cave somewhere? Maybe in so, so two thousand one Taliban so
1: that's one of the things i was starting to get into when you went and take a leak there is before we start to go straight to that we want to set up the pretense right so say we just say we just leak counterintelligence how about we just make the chinese paranoid that hey a lot of these disney people they might actually be intelligence assets okay. let's leak that let's start you know maybe making messages trans you know go that maybe a message that may might not even see on their phone but appears through the record going to them it looks suspicious okay. and so can we engineer an environment where just the random person that works for Disney on the set you know across the camp from you know across from the labor camp in Xinjiang or whatever film in Mulan these people start being detained they start okay. getting asked questions yeah. and so we normalize that as like this might happen to you you might be working in China you might okay. be detained they might ask you some questions, but don't worry. Everything will be fine. You know, and that, that'll start to become the norm. And then what happens is, you know, maybe maybe they, the Chinese actually just start doing this and do the job for us. Or maybe B, we just have a team that is impersonating the CCP that, you know, kidnapped and grabs some producer and starts waterboarding their ass and taking it to the next level. And then that's what causes the panic where it's like, dude, we got to get the talent out of here. We the got, talent needs yeah. to get loaded in the SUV and in the SUV. They got to get going. And that's when Stanley McChrystal, John Brennan, do, 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 do. and, you know, next thing you know, the engine's way over here. The car's over here, and the guy's dead.
0: Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and I like that idea. Maybe they start doing it for us. Now, China, they're brass. They're going, okay, you know, this is all – they're not stupid. Like they're, they're, This is all orchestrated. They're trying to hold back. Mm-hmm. We rile up the Chinese population by shutting down Foxconn. We get rid of the Great Firewall. They start to learn about everything. We let all the information flow in. Maybe China starts lashing out at American factories over there. Get it organic. We won't have our fingerprint on it. They're losing their jobs, right? Get rid of Foxconn, get rid of Huawei, get rid of all these manufacturing things. Now China's not you know, making my phone charger. Now they don't have jobs. I think you get them to start lashing out at Americans. What we <coughs> what we need to do is 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 just like Apple coming back home and they're going to play at office. We couldn't possibly work with this nation. ExxonMobil ExxonMobil is going to we need to we need a legitimate and believable, Paradigm of where we tie in fossil fuels to China. And that is what's going to drive these powerhouses like ExxonMobil back to the United States. Ex- and they play it off as ExxonMobil. We're now clean energy, fusion. All the while, Exxon's not stupid, but we give them the keys to the reserves. We say, hey, we've been holding this for a century. Go hog wild, right? And for yeah. every dollar that you invest in fusion research, or whatever, you know, we give them exclusive rights to Yosemite. We drill all you want, whatever. It's seen as it's seen as a must. How do we tie fossil fuels to China? Because we need to push for fusion energy because that so, is going to be our ultimate. Whereas the rest of this so is kind of come. orchestrated horseshit, we actually do need the fusion energy. So, so this is the
1: part that when when my uh, my tree hugging mother uh, eventually sees us one day, this is what's going to get me actually whacked. Is when I suggest this, but so going off the idea that. Exxon already does have like a refining facility in China that we're gonna be asking them to give up anyway, right? So the idea is the there's a target that could, there's a there's a target that could be false flagged anyway, okay. that, or you could blow up for sake blown up, but also uh, just oil tankers and stuff like that. Everybody loves a good oil spill. And by everybody, I mean, nobody uh, loves a good oil spill. It is a terrible PR incident. So if we're gonna talk about low intensity, ramping things up, putting just a shape charge on the bottom of some boats and whatnot, um, You know, a couple good oil spills that we can pin on China, and and suddenly uh, we can use that as leverage to say, "Hey, listen, we're cutting our ties with China anyway. We're bringing everything back here, and we're providing major incentives for people focusing on fusion and other, you know, clean energy or whatnot." So that that's one way that we could do it. Now, the question is, where do you want to do that at? Because you know, obviously, an oil spill is actually going to be a real fucking bitch of a cleanup operation and shit, and you and you don't want to actually risk doing too much damage. Um, to the environment, when you know you're also risking the fact that you know Chinese fishermen at bottom trawl a lot of stuff. But you know, it, you know, think about how that looks from the air, you know, and how the media tends mm-hmm. to, you know, media is almost always in, you know, big oil's pocket, except for when they fuck up on some fracking operation somewhere, and all of a sudden, you know, there's a sheen across the lake, and people are, you know, getting the the dish soap out to wash off, wash birds, off the penguins, Right? Yeah. That's the kind of. Exactly. And that's the kind of stuff that, you know, the left can't ignore that. The people, the actual activist powerhouses on the left that are gonna drive the, the, um, the moral do-getting, you know, the uh, those are the kind of people that they can't ignore that. They're gonna have to go on that. So if we can tie that in with China um, and our push for clean energy, that, that's kind of two birds, one stone.
0: So we're moving forward to these softer tinier targets to now now we have now we're on board everyone on the mainland is the you're working on one of the two walls you're working on one of the four high-speed rails maybe the obama or the trump um we've brought back iphone manufacturing i think we resurrect the domino theory and we say that vietnam's not safe so we bring back all manufacturing of shirts to the United States, mm-hmm. right? That's a simple, you know, low train job. United States, there's going to be next to zero unemployment. It's going to be beautiful. Healthcare for everybody doesn't matter if it works. Just fucking do it to say it works, right? We're going to be cranking out more. Take
1: until you make it. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. We're going to be cranking out more weapons than FDR couldn't have dreamed of. This, right? It's all sorts of propaganda because the media is in our pocket we're going to be having all the creative types from from you know california the whole they're all going to be working on and they're going to fully believe it they're going to you know the most dangerous radical is the one that knows he's right doesn't matter whether he is or not Mm -hmm. he knows he's right so we're going to have the creative types that whole that whole campaign they painted against trump right you know the left they always Mm -hmm. have the best art they always have the best visuals we have them resurrecting that kind of 1940s fashion right i think we even i think we even push for that in the fuck 30s because you know we put military uniforms we do throw back to world war ii all the same colors i think we push for the same haircuts i think we push for yeah i think that's what we start doing we start literally trying to emulate the forties.
1: Well, you know, the the left for all these years have been crying about how they want to fight Nazis and whatnot. So why not just give them the the vintage LARP experience and we label the enemy to China Nazis and we we give them the experience they
0: always wanted? I think we literally start LARPing as the 40s, right? You have a bunch of guys who, you know, before the China thing, I was just, you know, I was a fentanyl recovering addict. I didn't know what I was spending all my time Eating Uber Eats and looking at memes, and now you have them in the Norman Rockwell painting, right? You know, thanks to the Biden buyback bill, I got my own two-story house with a white picket fence, a car from Elon, and you know, you have the crisp, you know, the war.
1: And I got these zipperhead scouts right here. Yeah, yeah,
0: but you, exactly. But you have that. That's the quiet part. But you have you have like you know the crisp military uniform, the combed-over hair, right? We bring back the nuclear family. I mean, we really just start hitting on the 1940s, and we also start kind of like Sam Hyde at the TEDx, give yourself a pat on the back. What do we start doing? By emulating the greatest generation, our generation of egotistical sociopaths, we start believing that we are the greatest generation. Get them mm-hmm. to start believing it. Now, I was thinking, you still got to tie in, You got, we really got to paint China as just around i mean the campaign against trump is going to pale in comparison to orange man bad yellow man bad it's going to be insane i think china hits this Svalbard seed vault right that nuclear hardened vault up in the arctic that's clever i Because like that it. that is that is right that's this for everybody listening this fault s-v-a-l-b-a-r-d it's this vault built into this permafrost mountain where we have seeds of every species up there in case something happens, global warming, nuclear holocaust, to where we can basically replenish the earth. I think after we copy it, of course, we do that quietly. And that's a double propaganda hit. We do that quietly because we foresaw China hitting that. And then we wipe it out and then we let that go on. And then Biden comes out and declassifies, hey, we recreated it. We we, we recreated it up in, you know, fucking Montana because our intelligence officers foresaw this, which again, just makes us look that much better, right? So after we wipe that out, we have to have, and that makes sense. That can kind of make sense in a mutual assured destruction. China says, hey, if we're getting ready to go to war, we're all going down. We can paint China as that. We can't be comically evil. We can't just nuke Disneyland. That's too no, but if obvious. we're
1: if we're tying that in with like you know, say we're going to cause oil spills and try to blame that on China anyway, okay. we're already and then we tie like in the attack that. on the seed okay. yeah, yeah, we're we're perfectly framing it in a way that the eco terrorists of the left could never ignore. Okay, and, and and that's what we really want. If we can if we can get them to focus so hard on bringing the the green terror to China rather than here, uh, we will go a lot farther in like this it. conflict.
0: I like it. As we strip away Foxconn and other manufacturing giants from China due to the the Biden bonus buyback after we viciously murder The Rock and Kevin Hart, they, they need work. So not only are the Chinese gonna start lashing out and start attacking our targets for us, the defunct ExxonMobil oil rigs and everything, kinda FDR and Pearl Harbor, just leave them there, get rid of security, tell Dr. Dale to head home early, right? Yeah, take the aircraft carriers out for a spin, yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> What we need is—is is they're gonna start looking for their own work again, and we already know that China poaches on other individuals all around the world, as far south as like south or as far away as South America, fishing fisheries. Right? China, mm-hmm. needs, they're gonna start upping their whaling because they need jobs, and we can again we paint them as that. So not only are these these oil slicks, but in the oil slicks you see these Chinese ships whaling. I mean yeah and gonna, uh, well it's even be. worse
1: than that even worse than whaling is what they're already doing. Bottom trawling does, I mean, if you if you study, I don't know if you ever did much with marine biology or anything, but if you study how long it takes for coral to grow and how fragile coral is, when you combine that knowledge with how bottom trawling works and how the Chinese tend to do bottom trawling, which is they don't give a fuck, they're taking everything, right? They're taking the kitchen goddamn sink with them when they start doing this. That kind of damage, they're already doing it out there. So, uh, you know, and. and you'll hear this in the lefty circles you know they are kind of pissed about it but normally you know they're they're so ADHD you know they can't really focus on any one thing but that's the beauty we hit the seed vault because the oil spills just non-stop China's killing the earth China's killing the earth China's killing the earth if we can just keep throwing that message out there back to back to back to back and just keep their focus on it that's how we get them pissed off at the China Nazi more than you know the orange man or whatever their you know their hatred of you know western civilization is. Mm. And we just have to, we just have to one hundred percent keep pulling at their heartstrings and make sure that no matter what what's going on that day, hey, China killed a penguin today.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, do we sacrifice uh, Seoul, seal? How do you say it? Seoul, Seoul. Just yeah. Do we sacrifice um, Seoul? Do we do that North Korean artillery barrage? Because North Korea, it, that's how we can get, kick it off. Because China. We could have North Korea do the first shots fired. You know, I think, you know. Is that too obvious? North Korea,
1: I think North Korea is actually a lot more beneficial to us than a lot of people think. A lot of people tend to think that North Korea and China is always in lockstep. But there's a lot of ways that North Korea understands that they can do shady shit and that the Chinese will have to cover for them. North Koreans really like manipulating the Chinese on on levels that the average Westerner doesn't quite understand. Um, So there are some power dynamics that can shift there. Um, I don't think that sacrificing uh, South Korea, just because we're, we're already we're putting. We're definitely whether we want to or not. Taiwan's already at risk, so let, let's not let's not risk more than we have to when we already have a solid presence there. And there's also the fact that while I don't think that we're going to see the reunification of the Korean Peninsula or the North Koreans becoming our friend all of a sudden. The, that's not going to happen so much, but when you saw the way relations kind of work between uh, us and the North Koreans under Trump, it's it, it, it that's where it became a lot more clear. To you know, it's still kind of esoteric to look into and see how they work against the Chinese and manipulate the Chinese, but we started to see that come to the surface a little bit when they started to feel like they got a fair shake with Trump and that they could work with Trump, and so I think as we're going into a a conflict um, with China, I feel like North Korea being a realist, they're gonna try to play both sides. And I think if we have kind of Russia able to work as a back channel there, we could potentially, do some big air quotes here because you know this is a lot of speculation inside the black box in north korea but i think that they would be a lot more willing to play both sides and a lot more willing to act as kind of a buffer state than most people think that they would because at the end of the day their goal is survival just like anything else they don't want to necessarily do anything that's going to risk getting them imploded um so I think that's a lot of ways that we could play on the Koreans there, um, and I wouldn't advise trying to get Seoul wiped out for that. Just because if we if we lose Taiwan by you know even if by our best efforts we don't intend to, let's assume that it could happen because it's that close to you know the enemy empire. So I don't you know, and we're also the island chains are at risk too. So you know, it, it's good to have that kind of as a backup, and I'd much rather. Um, be kind of playing through India, Tibet, through Mongolia and through Balochistan. I'd much rather be using uh, and leveraging Pakistan, which is also a nuclear power, to try to get them on, on board by saying, hey, we can either uh, fund regime change and recarve up the map and we will make Balochistan a, an independent buffer state that's more friendly to India and against China and, and you would lose one of your favorite regions pakistan or you can drop all this pro china shit and you can get on board with our uh plans for the region and that would be a, a little bit more of an efficient way of playing ball because the problem with the pakistanis is you know um you ask anyone that's had to deal with them you know they're kind of they're working for everybody sort of they're not really loyal to anyone um, and we've never really had an administration that has understood just how cunning they are. Um, we tend to underestimate them. As I've said in previous streams, you know, we tend to think of them all as, uh, you know, goat herders and whatnot. And we forget that a lot of these people are like Oxford educated sociopaths. So, you know, focusing on those kind of areas on over how to manipulate China while well, just kind of, I would keep Korea a, a very, I would say simmer it a little bit. I would not want to kick off the conflict from Korea or utilizing Korea. I would like to ideally try to maintain neutrality and keep them playing both sides and give them the ability to say, hey, you know what? If you're working with us, or even if it, it doesn't look good to work with us, we'll have you work through the Russians. We'll work with the Indians. The Indians will back channel to the Russians. And, the, you know, if we could do something like that and give them that opportunity, I feel like they'd be willing to take it.
0: What about students abroad?
1: Um, you know, if you, if any of us were to go to Vietnam today bunch just of, to go diving or on vacation, it would white, be very interesting of, to see how to, to see how the security services follow us around, wondering whether or not we're intelligence. Bunch of white. But that being said, bunch of white. Vietnam likes us right abroad.
0: now. Hmm. That's that's um, those are some you chips. know or NGOs. Those are some chips that we could execute. Right?
1: Exactly. Um, You know, as I, you know, going back to what I was saying, I want to say the the first podcast we did together, NGOs, being able to bring in um, these green commies and essentially using them as training camps overseas and whatnot. So if we have our our white students traveling abroad, we're pretending to be progressive socialist communists and whatnot. And uh, maybe we are trying to work with the Chinese and we're trying to get them to reach out to us because deep down we know if we manage to find a nice, to like a Chinese intelligence officer. Well, guess what? There's supposed to be a bounty on Chinese intelligence officers if we can offer them up to the U.S. intelligence community. So that's a lot of ways that we should be infiltrating. You know, and, and we're also we're behind the ball on this. A lot of these NGOs, a lot of these kind of gap year student programs, they are already infiltrated and run by the Chinese anyway. So we should definitely be getting ahead of the ball of putting assets into those, monitoring those groups, finding out who is compromised by China, who actually willingly works for China, and who the handlers are. So that way we can start wrapping those those cells up and co-opting them to lead the Chinese to think that we're running a progressive NGO kind of operation, when really it's just a Money trap, and we're trying to we're trying to catch whoever comes from their belt and road to put some money in the bank. We
0: need we need the Dalai Lama burned alive. Great optics, you know. It's actually this isn't an accidental car crash with Kevin Hart. This is this is broadcast. To the Chinese people and thus the world.
1: Like that, uh, what, the Jordanian pilot that was shot down over Syria? That was
0: burned in the cage. Mm -hmm. Yep. Dalai Lama burned alive.
1: You know, you combine that with the oil spills and all the green, you know. Burn burn alive Mm -hmm. and they napalm Tibet. God, maybe we should get. We should be getting paid by the Chinese.
0: <laughs> you know, you that, that's um, you know part of that's me, out there. You know, part of me hopes that this podcast results in us getting tapped by the CIA. Like, hey, CIA, hey, hundred k a year. We'll 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 war game for you. We'll no, no, no.
1: Listen, I know they're printing money. I don't even need the money. I want it to be four twenty sixty nine sixty nine sixty nine. Um,
0: I do need and- the money. Hundred K here, war war game. Me and David, all right. Um, <clears throat> and not only that, they could do everything we're saying, and then use us because it'd be like, really? Do you think we're really doing everything that these podcasters said? Listen, CIA, you, you, you guys have my number and my address. It's fine. Just you know where I am. Contact me. I'd love to work with you.
1: And remember, it's O'Neill with two L's. You know when you're when you're getting me when you're, you know, having to paste me into whatever the hell apparatus we're doing now. Just have
0: Dale text me.
1: Everyone messes that up. Just (laughs) just have
0: Dale text me. You know who he is. Um, Napalm Tibet. It's got to be the biggest. uh, Maybe white phosphorus. They hit the Vatican. This happens three things in one day. China, they are tired of America's aggression towards them, tired of all these false flags that we vehemently deny. They, and they are being, oh, this is beautiful. This is making the CCP look weak. And for the same reason that you get rid of religion and the Soviet Union, because only the state is the higher power China is looking weak. We can't provide for our people. We can't whale because it's covered in oil. We can't even produce iPhones because Apple pulled out. Apple pulled out. They are made, being made to look weak. So now they want to make an example. They didn't kill Kevin Hart. We didn't kill The Rock. We love the, we love The Rock, right? Blah blah blah. They look weak. So what are they going to do? Well, one to look strong. We're getting rid of Tibet once and for all. If you guys are going to paint this as warmongers, we might as well get something out of it and start acting like warmongers. They burn the Dalai Lama alive. They napalm all of Tibet. They also lash out to show <clears throat> they want to make us feel weak. They napalm that, the Vatican. And they also napalm, Old news. They also napalm Jerusalem. And possibly, I just gotta take
1: a moment to appreciate the ambition of this one. This is a great
0: one. I'm not finished. (laughs) Jerusalem, the Vatican, all of Tibet, and they hit Mecca with white (laughs) phosphorus artillery. I mean, at at a certain point, 30,000 foot view, it's still only like a couple thousand deaths, everyone. Jerusalem, Vatican, you know, Tibet. It's so overall, it's still pretty small human footprint. I mean, ISS, we maybe lose 10 astronauts with the ISS, the Space Shuttle, and the Soyuz, but it has a lot of weight. They then take down these areas, that still holds a lot of weight. Vatican, Jerusalem, Mecca, they take out the black box. Tibet, and they burn the Dalai Lama alive.
1: And one of the things that when we're focusing on the on Vatican and, and getting in there and removing that Pope, which is you know basically a Jesuit spy master put in that usurped the previous Pope, one of the things that we have to do there to essentially because we do have to be ready to, to recapture the Catholic Church. and so if the if the left- wing faction of the of the Vatican, Socialists is the Jesuits. The the kind of right wing version of that is the Opus Dei. Okay, they're they're going to be the the folks that you know the uh, the Catholic Knight of Malta Eric Prince is going to be more sympathetic to and whatnot. So if we can essentially have that kind of network assembled and then essentially you tap into say your old school Operation Gladio style networks that are say pissed off over the fact that chinese police officers have been uh, coming over and working with italian police officers uh that they, they kind of have these little exchange programs going on and whatnot and you have this increase of mainlander chinese tourism coming over and clashing with the local culture and whatnot from there you can kind of escalate that into terrorist attacks that lead to fire bombings and whatnot and that's where you can kind of get that play and hopefully either just straight out remove um, your your Jesuit operative slash spymaster and have them replaced, or even better, if you can light them up like a Jordanian pilot, fuck it, light them up and smoke.
0: You assault the world's religion. This is what you do. Mm -hmm. China is now trying to, and granted, none of that was actually China, it's us. I mean that's that's a given. right? No, clearly it was because China. Can, it was one hundred percent China. Yeah, but I mean, but I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not like we can predict that China would... So it's it's obviously this is all our false flags, right? Which is <clears throat> burn the Dalai Lama alive. We napalm Tibet. We napalm um, uh, the Vatican. Do they capture Pope Francis? Do they kill Pope Francis and the Dalai Lama next to each other? Is there a head of? The, be, is there a? It if, would. Is there a living head of the Islamic faith? Do they have a pope? Um, So the the way it works is you
1: essentially have um, several tribes that can essentially, if I remember correctly, I wanna say out of Jordan is the one that can trace their lineage all the way back to Muhammad. Um, And then I believe out of Saudi Arabia, you have tribes that are essentially the bodyguards of Muhammad. Uh, so, to speak. And so, they're kind of, I would say, if you had to go for legitimacy, if I remember correctly, it's the group out of Jordan that technically kind of has the, the more concrete legitimacy um, going all the way back. But, you know, the House of Saud is, you know, what controls, you know, the site on the ground and whatnot. So, those are the ty- kind of factions that run it, but they don't necessarily. A full-on head, you know. Obviously, this is why ISIS wanted the caliphate because they wanted the the, the caliphate. So we,
0: we just hit, we just hit, Mecca. we just hit Mecca. That's that's good enough. We hit Mecca. We hit. Yeah, they they destroy Mecca, what well, we do, but China does. Um, I think Pope Fran- ooh, Pope Francis is meeting with the Dalai Lama, and they're both captured, and they're burned Perfect. alive they burned alive absolutely perfect they're burned alive with a fucking flamethrower i mean it's brutal. or tires tires I and mean, tires yeah, I mean. It's, it's brutal and um uh we napalm the vatican and mecca and jerusalem so like saint peter's just, just the basilica collapsing right um just all that imagery right kind of like notre dame on fire but times a thousand yeah yeah the yeah. church going on in france that that actually that hit pretty big yeah the maybe the the whaling wall maybe we have that just like being destroyed by artillery i mean we really you know we we this now the iss mishap looks looks like child's play this is Mm -hmm. it's bad now but it's still overall in the grand scheme of like world war a couple thousand. It's just setting up the. Nothing. It's just setting up the board, just really. Just yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we do that. Now, on the same day, we finally feel it here back in the United States, and they manage to. Uh, they have snuck in saboteurs. Yeah, because now we have to also kind of paint China as the black box. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were able to kill the Pope. They were able to light the Pope and the Dalai Lama on fire, right? Um, they were able to take down a lot of Jerusalem uh, completely. They burned the Vatican to the ground. There's nothing left. Um, they you know, they destroy uh, Mecca, the black boxes, the Kabbalah or whatever it is. It's shattered. It's just shattered.
1: Now um, it's loose link sink ships. There could be a Chinese subversive behind every corner. Report and, your subsistence activity to your local and, bullet. And
0: bureau. do you know how we do that? Yeah. They snuck in shape charges. They could they take down Mount Rushmore. You could even do something
1: uh, smaller scale than that. If you oh, look nice. at like oil fields and whatnot yeah. out in Texas, no, you they, could take they, one is, RPG this is, seven.
0: This is hearts and minds. Mount Oh Rush, yeah, Mount Rushmore, done. It just boom, boom, Well, there's boom. already
1: – well, the problem the is that could go sliding. back to divisive – that could go back to divisive stuff because right now we, rem, we we remain in a period where there's a big chunk of the country that would like that, to do that, like that, that anyway.
0: But you got to remember this is post – this is post <clears throat> Kevin Hart and the rock burning. Alive. All right. This is post Biden-Trump kind of kiss and make up on Rogan. This is – at this point, we're slowly – this is – we're already doing the 1940s aesthetic right we're already getting back there we're bringing back conservatism it's women start cooking again it's great it's fantastic right oh that'll never happen (laughs) no it's coming back it's coming back and um that's what we start doing so on the same day that jerusalem and the vatican are taken down the same day that pope francis and the dalai lama just burned to fucking death is they take down mount rushmore now We have to start pulling in some Flight 93s, some Todd Beamers, let's roll, which is all gonna be fake anyway, just like it was on that day. We shoot down, we shoot down at ICBM, and it's gonna be a big spectacle, it's gonna be at night, but the re-entering Merv is gonna be taken out. We ended up doing, we do SDI. We shoot down some from some glowing murders over Manhattan. I mean, you got to do, it's got to be a lot. It's got to be, so we look weak for a second. So we kind of flip the tables. We look weak and China looks like a black box. They burn the Pope and the Dalai Lama. They, they napalm Tibet. They white phosphorus Jerusalem. I'm on so many, I'm never flying again. <laughs> they take... <laughs> I, I already maybe wasn't flying again. Uh, the, I,
1: I feel like any moment now, you're going to get like a text from Dale that's just going to be like, we like the podcast, don't
0: upload it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> or it's just going to like knock on the door. Yeah. Fucking internet guy is going to come in here. I'm going to be like, are you from Comcast? He's going to be like, yeah, from the Langley branch. But your access has been revoked. <laughs> yeah. Fuck that. They're going to be hiring me. They can't. They, they, they know I've got better ideas than all those fucks at the Red Corporate. They, I can do better than all those. Hudson Institute's got nothing on me. Hire me and David. I agree. Senior we executive should, we, we should solutions have a, for senior executive
1: problems. Exactly. Like, just give us some houses in Seychelles to throw a party at. We yeah. will have the best brainstorming sessions you've ever seen. Yes. Our ideas will be wild.
0: And they will be the best. If
1: you, haven't tell, if you can't tell already.
0: Yeah. So there's a day where china seems omnipotent they they get through the iron dome right they that's the thing is they can't be saboteurs in jerusalem they have to pierce the iron dome right you know the air defense yeah. the, yes the, the symbology of that would be the fantastic peak optic fantastic yeah. they uh they burn the vatican down right crush your faith they destroy mecca you know people that are afraid to draw pictures of muhammad they destroy mecca you know, we can't go too over the top. We can't have them like using catapults to throw pork or bacon. That's too much. They'll know it was American. Yeah, that,
1: that that's that booty gag knights of yeah. Malta yeah, stuff. That's too, that's you know, and that's where they like to like throw yeah. you know rotting cow carcasses yeah. at people with trebuchets and shit. You know, that, you know,
0: too obvious. That's two knights of Malta. Too, we don't it's, want it's, that. It's too comical, right? It's like me, you know, I've grown so much just in two hours. I went from you got to nuke Detroit to I'm like, no, you got to burn Kevin Hart alive in a Beijing freeway, you know?
1: I know. And, you know, it's coming up with ideas. How do we turn the Johnson and Johnson vaccine to solve the homeless crisis? Where else are you going to get senior executive solutions senior like
0: executive this? Solutions know? Trademark. So, Jerusalem, Mecca, Vatican, Tibet, Pope Francis, Dalai Lama, they're done. The same day, you also take out Mount Rushmore. But that's from, the optics of that has to be saboteurs because whereas Israel, it's all about piercing the Iron Dome. It's about the Vatican being engulfed in a sea of hellish fire. It's about people being afraid to draw a picture of Muhammad versus blowing up Mecca. It's just think of like pieces of like rubble everywhere, like the black box just strewn everywhere. It's all about – so America, it, it, it wouldn't have the same effect if they bombed Mount Rushmore. It's, it's whatever. America. Yeah, Army. no,
1: and we're, and we're trying to cultivate that that atmosphere of there's a subversive lurking. You know, we if need to be on some, the hunt for the Chinese Nazi operatives. So, yeah, we want the saboteurs.
0: If you see something, say something. Exactly. I mean, you could even get into some – I mean – I mean, we could even get into some, like, you know, subconscious psychology, you know, it's like, keep your eyes open for those that have their eyes closed, right? And it'd be the Chinese the, right? The, you know, the tight eyes, it'd be, all, <laughs> you really start getting into, I mean, we're going to war. They wanted to play, right. hey, they've been playing unrestricted warfare, now we're playing. So we take down Mount Rushmore with saboteurs. I think all of this happens on July 4th. All right? So it happens all you know, around the world. great timing, everyone's yeah. all primed anyway. Pope, Pope, and Pope and the Dalai Lama, which the Pope and the Dalai Lama being burned to death anyway, is like that's gonna be news. But it's still it's over there. But it's enough that the Fourth of July party is kind of, well, did you get did you hear about this? Everyone's that's gonna be thats fucking doing, nuts. Everyone's man, drunk yeah. and barbecue. You kinda gotta cut through. Um, oh, they they you know, artillery hit, you know, the Middle East. You're gonna have a bunch of guys being like, yeah. It would be like, oh no, they also hit Jerusalem. then it's going to be, wait, aren't those our allies? And then it's going to be, oh fuck, they took down Mount Rushmore. Now people are going to think, now after they take down Mount Rushmore, we shoot down some ICBMs. So whereas they pierced the Iron Dome, we now have to, within hours of looking weak, now we look like the black box. We shoot down ICBMs over Manhattan, maybe Miami. Um, I don't know, DC, Boston. Don't do a, don't. And we're back to being the shining
1: beacon on the hill, and if you yes. want to know how to survive this conflict, you better you learn better from us because we're the best
0: at it. Yeah, I think we do. I think we can't we can't make it Okay, hold on. We have to go nine eleven. I'm never flying again. We have to go nine eleven in that we are the shining knight on the hill, right? We we shoot down the with directed energy weapons. We take down the ones over. We need nine misses, one gets through, and that's how we lose Detroit. Does that is that? But do we want to pull on nuclear weapons? We might be bo- I, we might I, be I blowing think, our
1: load. I, I think that there's there's ways that we can get the effect that we want without having to go nuclear. We can definitely listen. I'm not saying that we can't blow shit up. We can definitely blow shit up. I just don't think that we have to make it a nuclear situation. Okay. Okay. I agree.
0: Maybe. Okay. Maybe they're, maybe they're just conventional warheads. Maybe. Okay. Maybe not ICBMs. Maybe we'll save that for later. Maybe just Or maybe, some, maybe, 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 maybe the us. Chinese
1: were trying to reverse engineer our, our idea of rods from God or something like that. Okay. And they were getting ready to upgrade to a new system anyway. And they were like, you know what? Let's just fucking drop these telephone poles.
0: Okay. Okay, now, now I'm, I, think I'm, I think we need to start maybe walking this back. Because we've gone from no outright war to outright war. We yeah. can't do that. Dalai Lama, Pope, Jerusalem, Mecca, Vatican, Mount Rushmore, um, and they try to do the Statue of Liberty. But because some Americans saw something and said something, they were stopped. So that's our and, flight. And the other, that's our flight 93. And, and so going back
1: to the, the COVID, my idea about basically like using the Johnson and Johnson vaccines too, as we're ramping up the, what we're going to be dropping uh, into the hands of Sarah Mongolians or below or whatever about what's happening to the Uyghurs as we're getting ready to do that. We want to create this atmosphere where, guess what? We just had a bunch of people, a bunch of immigrants die in a camp somewhere because they got the wrong vaccine or whatever. And then we basically leaked a playbook of, like, hey, guess what? It turns out these guys running this whole CDC operation or whatever the hell you want to call it, they just ran China's strategy and essentially just ran a concentration camp on U.S. soil because they were too stupid to realize what was going on or they were in bed with them. And if we're having that kind of development, we're kind of making that that play out to look like that, and we're using their own um, authoritarian methods um, that they've instituted into policy now to start to ramp that up and make people feel that at home, then when we drop, hey, guess what? This is all what they're doing to the Uyghurs. These are all tactics, techniques, and procedures that have just been to kind of watered down, fluffed up, and and, and sent to us. And, And so if we can kind of link that together, that's how we can kind of start to build that the, um, the desire for that conflict okay. because that will have already have been the soft kill happening on US soil and, and getting people more interested in what's going on over there
0: okay now <clears throat> this will still all look like kind of general terrorist attacks as opposed to an outright mm-hmm. war invasion which that's how it's going to look no matter how that's modern warfare unfortunately yeah yeah, yeah. well what I mean yeah there's gonna be no again, yeah, there's going to be no mass attacks on U.S. cities. It's going to be, it's going to be. They're going to do these. This they want to show they're in charge, right? This is going to be after this fall bar vault. <clears throat> we need, we need something. China has to. Um, on that day, I think that's the day they invade Taiwan. Is that is is that the day we we bust that nut? we sacrifice that uh, cow it's gonna be hard i, I
1: wouldn't i wouldn't want to say that we sacrifice tyron the other problem there is you know it's like can do we know when we're going to be able to force them to like we can we know that oh, it, yeah, we can provoke Fuck, I forgot yeah. that's true yeah we, we we know that we can provoke them uh there's a lot of things that we can do to provoke them but you know can we get them to actually do that honestly i would i would say right now um and this is kind of like the, the double in psychology. If we're sitting back right now, just kind of going by the policy that we're currently operating by, we're likely to see China push for that sooner rather than later. And my bet, you know, putting my mind on the table from how my understanding of unrestricted warfare, if we were to start to push back and start to escalate even false flags and, you know, oil tankers and whatnot, um, they would be deterred from invading taiwan and ideally if we can if we can keep that because at the end of the day we still need taiwan for the rest of the war okay we're just talking about starting the war we got to finish it too so i think that would be a good good way to go um But if we could provoke them to attack Taiwan, that would be great, but even better would just be if we can drive them to terrorism. If we can say, if it's like some oil tankers here and there and they're pissed off and they want to attack Taiwan, but they know that would play into our hand and unrestricted warfare is going to say hey be where the main force isn't we're focusing on taiwan they're not going to want to hit there and then that's where it starts to provide the plausibility of well now the chinese they can't directly engage with us here so they're going to be looking for indirect ways to sponsor maybe a proxy here lash out over there and that's where they could lose control of some of their operations some things could spiral out of control and next thing you know some incredibly wild shit like you know the dalai lama and the pope getting burned happen. Yeah. because you know they were propping up some red guard proxy element trying to get back at us and they couldn't control what they were doing
0: yeah no that's not negotiable those two have they're they're done they're getting cooked that's just like that's something that we can't negotiate on they're done <clears throat> what we need are continuing attacks on the innocent we're going ahead we need continuing attacks on the innocent now i think paris city of love but there's not a lot of... Is there, is there a tactical advantage to Paris? Maybe a neutral country? Maybe China does some sort of... movement. Are, what are these other hubs, right? So we've got Svalbard, Vault. right? We've got these religious spots. We've got the Olympics. We've got the ISS. The theme is international. So, now, so the, let's keep... The UN is so, in America. We can't hit the UN. We gotta... Are, are there other... What am I missing? Are there the are there, are there other international centers for things? You know, maybe... city... Um,
1: City of London and Hong Kong. So differentiate, you know, just so everyone's Uh, familiar to the city of London and London are not the same thing the city of London is basically Wall Street before we had Wall Street and when you consider the deep financial ties between Hong Kong and what was the British Empire and whatnot and the way that's being treated now Hong Kong is a less strategically relevant flashpoint it's not necessarily that we need it for the war effort as much as we would need Taiwan per se but it is still a major financial hub that a lot of people guess what if you're an air businessman or whatever you've probably had layovers in Hong Kong you've probably spent some time in Hong Kong you probably have some friends that live in Hong Kong you know so that's something that kind of everyone's a little bit familiar with that's kind of like what is supposed to be in the neutral space of the area and if we could essentially really turn the screws on that and we can make their forces overreact and cause more damage there than it's needed that's one thing that we could do to play up and force the British to come to our aid a little bit more, okay. which is needed because the British are, are very cowardly these days, you gotta pretty much put a solid kick in their rear to get them to do anything. So that's one angle that we could take to it there is definitely playing up the Hong Kong aspect and, and basically maybe they you know they retaliate uh, if they feel like uh, the British are not gonna honor the deal that they're not honoring anyway, maybe some terrorist attacks happen to the city of London. You know That's one way to go about it. France, Are they strategically relevant? You know, I don't know if I would care about trying to get them into the main fight against China. I'd I'd be a lot happier if France could just get back to policing Africa, which is what it's supposed to be doing and they're unable to do at the moment. Um, They're pretty useless. Um, Neutrality going back into, you need Russia on the side no matter what, you're gonna need them to be working with the Indians, to be working with the Mongolians. And and working those angles, but you know, if we can think about a a large target that is going to get the world, you know, the kind of the the real question, and everyone's asked this question at some point: the German question. What the fuck do we do about the Germans? Um, Because right now, this
0: part of my presentation. Go ahead. Go. All right. Go ahead. Go for it. Well, uh, I I set you up then. Yeah, you did perfectly. (laughs) Well, what I was going to say is. is is they try to take out uh, Ramstein Air Force Base because right near there is where we have a level one trauma center, which is where all U.S. Casualty, casualties go to from anywhere in the Middle East or Northern Africa. They all go to Ramstein. Actually, I think anywhere in Africa or the Middle East or the Asian continent, they all go to Ramstein. From Ramstein, you go back to the United States. But that is where it's our biggest air base, I think, outside of the United States, bigger than the one in Okinawa and that's also where we have our, our level one trauma center it's one of the best in the world that's um delta force you get injured you're overseas you're there that's where you're stabilized china in their ruthless unrestricted warfare wants to take out ramston i don't that think that would be i don't a think good we, way to do it i don't think we can lose ramston i think we actually need that but yeah what so if, we would definitely
1: have to think about an alternative first but
0: they tried to hit us with some, uh, their Dongfang, maybe hypersonic missiles. We iron dome that shit. Some go off target and you take out maybe a, a nearby village or city of Germans, get some German casualties in it. Yeah. That's tough. Now, I don't know if that's, you wanna- if that's the answer you were looking for, but that's the only thing I've been able to war game over the past couple of yeah. days. You aim for Ramstein and you miss.
1: No, so that's actually exactly what I was looking for, because the, the biggest question is, because, you know, we know, the, we know the French are cowards um, mostly these days. We know the Brits are cowards mostly these days. We know the only people that really have the balls to pursue anything is the Germans. And the problem with the Germans is they never pursue what you want them to pursue. So we have to hit them in a way that makes them questioned their ties with china and that's the biggest problem right now is we have angela merkel who is a goddamn Stasi officer who has a fashion sense very similar to mao zedong uh, essentially running germany and via proxy they're running everything from france i mean essentially macron has to call her up but you know and, and double check uh running everything from down to greece and there's another important uh You know, kind of a small spot to think of that most of us aren't really thinking of as we kind of have this uh, resurgent autumn in Turkey, which Turkey still has the NATO Article 5 guarantee, which would terrify everyone right now. But there's all kinds of, just as we're finding offshore LNG everywhere, Greece is a major up and coming spot where it's like, guess what? They've now realized that there's a bunch of LNG off their coast. There's going to be a lot of people trying to develop that. There's a lot of German interest in that now because Germany's been bailing out the Greeks forever. And if you know the old Greek joke, it's about the, the police officer, the, the mailman and the school teacher did all brag about how they don't have to pay taxes and they found all the best ways to get out of paying taxes. They're all public servants. But, <laughs> you know, but that's that's Greece for you. And so the question is, how can we compromise not just, you know, getting a small, um, a symbolic target in Germany that forces um, the Germans to rethink things politically on the domestic front too, but also how can we look at their targets that they're looking to develop overseas, their um, financial interests in Greece and whatnot, and how can we make those those areas feel threatened to where China has to become their target the same way it's becoming our target. And if we can kind of pivot the Germans into that fighting mindset, it's gonna drag the rest of the, you know, the limp dick Europeans along with
0: them what if now would there you know we know with isis right they start destroying old temples and old artifacts would there be any benefit in having china maybe destroy the great pyramids I'm looking for low human costs. Low, I'm looking for things that will not result in all-out war, but will still result in hearts and minds. At any... a
1: certain point, that, that's getting a bit more close to like we might as well be faking an alien invasion of okay. Bluebeam if we're okay. gonna if we're gonna if okay. we're gonna nuke some rocks in the in the middle of the desert. Okay. Um, okay. You know, I, I wouldn't necessarily go for that. And also, I don't see Egypt coming uh, to be a major player in this, yeah, but. Yeah, I was you know, getting a
0: little too comical. I was thinking about do we replace the face of the Sphinx with Xi Jinping? <laughs> or would that just blow would that blow the cover off this whole thing? Yeah,
1: now now here's the thing. That I, I that would definitely blow the cover off the whole thing. Yeah. That being said, as propaganda, okay, if you want to talk about propaganda posters yeah. and whatnot, that's the kind of stuff that would make great imagery for propaganda. Not necessarily actually do it, but hey, yeah, if you can make some posters of that, that's the way you could get, you know, you know, the Egyptians, maybe not, they're not going to be an essential part of the war effort, but that would be the kind of stuff that just makes them, you know, start to question,
0: you know, yeah, what's going I mean, on there. What side are we on? What are we doing? And now, know? Mm-hmm. Now, <clears throat> we're trying to think about, do we do some, do we do a Chinese EMP? but not on the United States. And really, I, I don't want to knock out a huge swath of land because that's actual damage that we might need. So what about maybe like an island nation? Is, is is Taiwan an island? I'm retarded. Is Taiwan an island? Yes. Yes, it is. What if you EMP Taiwan? Um, the, the propaganda value of that without actually causing an all-out war in Taiwan, but the propaganda no. value of China will turn off the lights...
1: It, it depends on whether or not we have enough redundancy to keep what we actually need in Taiwan online for when that defense comes. You know, what would be a lot less risky to what we need in the region, but kind of get the same effect across is, hey, EMP hits Hong Kong right before reports of just full-on death squads just going in and taking and just mopping up what's left of any activist community. You know, that's the kind of stuff that we could really kind of push for um, and do something like that. And that's on the small scale. You're really just hitting a major city. You're not necessarily taking out the entire island of Taiwan. And, um, you know, you could potentially, now this is where we get really interesting now, Macau, special administrative administrative zone i forget exactly or sar a special administrative region or whatever um, economic zone kind of thing basically macau is the portuguese version of hong kong um, and it's the gambling hub it is the las vegas uh, of the east it's basically where you go to launder your money out if you're a chinese elite that's trying to get your money out you basically pay you buy a giant package um, from some casino and you just go over to the Baccarat table, you play Baccarat uh, until you've basically got all your money back in the chips and then you cash out and whatever you lose is the cost of doing business and then you get that in the cash and then you take that out of the country. So if we were to do, say, a and there's all kinds of financial um, services around that area to, to facilitate that kind of money changing and, and whatnot. So if you were to do an EMP, for example, in Macau, and Hong Kong, and then all of a sudden, maybe it's the CCP, maybe it's not, but you have, you know, death squads roll around and start whacking activists and whatnot, you know, as the EMPs out, and, and that's where you start to have a bunch of low-intensity um, kind of terrorist attacks start to happen. That's the kind of stuff that would seriously not damage what we need strategically in the region, but it's going to make everybody with money in the region shit their fucking pants and wonder what the hell's going on.
0: It's a very good point. And now I'm going to piss again in a second and probably heat up a hot pocket but we're going to keep this going I want to think about so when I, when I finished the Exxon Mobil book the other day there was a part about World War I and how they seized uh, German ships and US ports do we see do we have them again can't make them do it but we can make the conditions so favorable that they'd be stupid not to Mm-hmm. Do we have them seize U.S. cruise ships with a bunch of overweight Midwesterners? That you know, that's not something
1: that I would see China as a state actor trying to plausibly do. That, okay. that would be
0: then. Do we sink? Bit, then do we sink them?
1: That Lusitania, baby! Yeah, I, I mean, was, you know, this is, this is the Lusitania. oldest. It's, it's the it's the oldest trick in the book. You know, um, you know, one of my favorite memes that I made. What was it? The um it was uh, the Venezuelan coast guard trying to uh, pull over and board a cruise ship that had one engine down and basically with one engine, the cruise ship, um, you know, caused the Venezuelan Navy vessel to sink. Um, You know, there's those kinds of things where you could essentially have a cruise ship that, uh, let's let's say we, we put some proxy assets on and it's a semi-militarized ship so that we're really not granted something that we're willing to lose or some people that we're willing to lose or something like that but you know we're basically tempting the chinese to do something about it when they escalate we just fucking you know blow the whole damn thing you know they were maybe in their head they're thinking about um searching the ship detaining some people but we blow the whole goddamn thing out of water and say they did it
0: i was thinking if there's any way we could set something up this might be too good but how could we get them to maybe maybe like encircle like a cruise ship because they think it has value on it and they just don't give it food or water and it's just the imagery of a bunch of people starving and jumping off the ship kind of like people jumping out of the world trade center i mean look if we're gonna go to war let's go to war I think that I think there's too many opportunities for the cat to get out of the bag that we're doing it. I think you maybe you just gotta sink it out right. You know, the big old yeah, big um, old you know, what? right under a crack. And so that
1: and that would be the idea. If we could essentially if we can go China into thinking, hey, we're just going to search a vessel, we're just going to do this, that and the other thing, they don't realize that it's about to become the false flag of, of the the USS um, Maine. Yeah, yeah. They don't realize that they're just going to. We just created a suspicious target that they want to look at, and you know it just so happens that hey, China blew up our boat, killed a bunch of maybe
0: they board it, maybe they board it and they leave it, and like two hours later we blow it up, make it look like they planted something. Exactly. You
1: know, either or. You know, those are the kind of strategies that you can use there, and um, you can play that off and. You know, hey, it's a lot of innocents dying. They attacked our boats, and you know, on top of this, you know, they're they're, um, you know, they're losing oil tankers and whatnot. You know, so that's you know, I think it's going to be a lot of that kind of offshore, yeah. uh, tit for tat kind of stuff until we can kind of get where there's not farther time, along yep. where there's
0: not a lot of eyeballs to poke through dead
1: men tail no sails yeah, yeah
0: yeah it's uh you know. The, the boldness of nine eleven was they did it in new york city a lot of eyes we, we, we gotta have all of our attacks need to be very operation neptune spear they gotta be hey we killed bin laden we threw him overboard by the time it's by the time obama announces it bin laden supposedly at the bottom of the city it's gotta be very duh, 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 duh. you hear about it when it's done and then from there you consider the fact that we're we're gonna have so
1: many things planned out that it's like, but you know, yeah, you try to look in this, but then this is happening, this it's is happening, this is happening. You're just leading them along. Faster and faster you know, and faster. Order out of chaos.
0: Yes. Um I think also perhaps a chemical warfare attack on um we again we want them to take out the innocents. Now I'm not sure how we do that, but there has to be we need imagery of the girl walking out of the woods or you know, the napalm picture from Vietnam. We need that imagery. We need we need China, you know, using mustard gas or something. We need to have that kind of World War One like aesthetic, but we need it happening preferably Ventilators. on like a,
1: Ventilators.
0: Uh, yeah, preferably on like a third world nation like island.
1: Think, think about the yeah, way gotta, someone dies on a ventilator. All right, so if we if we want to go for horrific imagery, and just what that is, um, you know. Everyone likes to sweep under the rug, specifically the establishment and whatnot, just how horrible the ventilator treatment actually went. You know, there's a reason we're, we're calling old nipple studs killer Cuomo now, is just because it's an absolutely um, horrific fucking way to die with a goddamn tube uh, shoved down your throat. And especially if you're conscious of, fully conscious of the fact that as this thing is breathing for you, you're going to lose the ability to breathe for yourself. And, you know, this is one of the reasons why. I'm so adamant on you know how do we get this ball rolling to begin with well let's use the momentum they gave us let's use the authoritarian policies they gave us let's take what they already wanted to do turn it to 11 and make it so fucking horrific that the people running that have to run horrific ops for us or become shoes and lampshades. And so, once we kind of take that mindset and then we start applying that to, you know, well, what else are the Chinese doing and how can we do it better? Okay. It's not that I want to be a Chinese communist or anything. It's that if what they're currently doing isn't bad enough to wake up the individuals needed to start this war off and hang the traitors, well, we're just going to have to adopt their policies and make it so bad that as i you know would say the first time it's like if i can't be a libertarian in my own country i'm going to become a stalinist individual that makes you want to be the libertarian and that's essentially the way we have to run this is using their own policies and just slowly ramping it up slowly ramping it up slowly ramping it up getting to the point where it's like you know you're releasing the videos of some dude begging not to be put on a ventilator he's being put on a ventilator next thing you know he's fucking dead and you know we come out later or hey there are a million ways that we could have prevented this fuck yes there were but all the people that should have been doing that were executing a war strategy laid out by the chinese and it's just it's about just constantly reinforcing that. And this is, I, I know a lot of people from our side of the political spectrum, we don't want to have to think this way. We don't want to have to do this. So, you know, we would, lo- we want to have logical arguments and conversations. We want to be able to sit down and be like, well, actually, if it's not an N95, it's not the mask that's gonna uh, do what you need to do. When in reality, we should just be saying, the same thing that the left is saying, hey, you're trying to kill grandma. If you're not going along with the narrative, you are trying to kill grandma. You're get you're killing this Uyghur over here, you're killing that person over there, you're killing the Mongolian over there. And we just have to fuck our let's take our facts and logic for a moment. And I'm not saying throw them out the window because we do need them to win the war, but let's put them on hold and remember that the number one thing that we're trying to do before we can before we can pull that whole toolbox out and use it however the hell we want. We have to dehumanize the enemy the same way that they have dehumanized us. And the only way that we can realistically and feasibly do that is with their own policies that they give us. It's not gonna be, hey, us coming up with this master plan of how would we like the enemy to attack us, okay? You you know, what's the old saying? You're never going to get your ideal engagement. You're never, you know, the one that you wanted because at the end of the day, the enemy commander is sitting around all day wargaming how to fuck you up too. Um, you know, we, we have to understand that we're never going to get that perfect engagement the way we want to we're never going to get the chinese to nuke detroit no matter how much we provoke them but there are a million things that they are doing currently that we can take and we can stretch out utilize and essentially take to 11 to create the propaganda needed right the, the biggest issue right now is that we already actually have a lot of the Casas bell to do this we already have uh, nazi china and the concentration camps any other period of time that would have been enough to get us there and the question is how much chaos do we have to create how much terror do we have to create to force our media apparatus and our intelligence community to retool and focus on that and use that propaganda to the ends that we need it to
0: that was the longest break hey, i peed and i had a hot pocket nice you got to stay nourished when you're orchestrating a false flag so exactly and that's
1: why I have my my sugar-free ginger ale beautiful
0: so <clears throat> as we move closer and closer to war at this point we've mobilized a lot of the nation you work in these these proto defense contractors um, We publicly shame, right now, how we publicly shame kind of like white straight males. We publicly shame anyone that isn't against China. You know, we exactly. We bring back
1: the term to Baidu.
0: We we the apparatus is in place to.